Today on Gamer Red Radio, Charlie and John have learned way more about each other sniffing others than they bargained for. Gamer Head Radio starts now. Hello and welcome to Gamerhead Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm I'm Goat. It's gonna be rough and rocky today. He's yeah. back. <laughs> the goatless time is over. <laughs> this is gonna be rough. Everybody, hang on to your seats. Uh, no, this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> and uh, I am Charlie Technotronicorn Worthy. I was getting to that. Okay. Candy Mountain, Charlie. And then that guy over there. Uh, is, I am uh, Jonathan Santiago, aka Fallon Flynn. <laughs> That's right, we do it on own now. Yes. Man, yeah. I it's no been a while. <laughs> you, are, you are forgiven, sir. Um, and uh, if uh, if you've been paying attention, you know that our topic this week is uh, um, games you play with couples. So, John and I have our lovely uh, better halves with us. Um, to my 11 o'clock is my wife, Michelle Worthley. Being fluffy unicorns dancing on rainbows. Say hello. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> hey. <laughs> And then also in the studio for the first time on the show, you guys have heard me talk about her many, many times, uh, my beautiful fiance and uh, the mother of my tyrannical little son, uh, <laughs> Megan, is here today. Now, walk up to the club like, where's the pizza? Hello. That was an adorable hello. Just, that was, <laughs> yeah, way to brighten up the show. Sunshine <laughs> and Daisy. We can stuff that over here. Now, oh. Aw, Thanks. <laughs> Um, so, Goat, you're back, and in one piece. And tan. And Fucking tan. Tan. Really tan. Never <laughs> in my lifetime did I ever think I would that see it. No, two it's of us. so weird. Yeah. Yeah. You're freaking me out with how tan you are. Yeah, it's like I worked outside for two months with yeah. a bunch of kids. Yeah. Uh, that sounded horrible. <laughs> did. So in 30 seconds, how was Warped Tour? Uh, it rained. Uh, I hate Mother Nature. Fuck heat. Fuck cold. <laughs> uh, fuck Mother Nature. It was great. <laughs> Good, good. Well, at least your only complaints were the weather. Yeah, other than that, it was smooth sailing. I mean, you know, I mean, and the other, vegan food. Yeah, we had a vegan catering thing, and they were trying to feed me things that I don't think were real. But uh, <laughs> and, and the fact that it was eight o'clock a.m. load in that Ew. took Ooh. a minute yeah. to get a swing on that. Ooh, man. Yeah. Other than that, though, it was blast. Once we got that, get the wheels turning. It was normal job. So, so, so your job is in the morning, you load everything in, and then, like, what do you do during the day until it's time to pack up? Uh, I unload, or I, uh, we unload the truck. Right. Um, we erect a stage. Right. Um, yeah, erect. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, then we unpack our gear and set it up for set. Uh, then we usually eat breakfast, because that's about time cereal rolls in. Um, and then we go usually back and small things, you know shower or whatever you need to do personal time whenever sure. a set is come back for set do your set tear down eat lunch uh kill more time and then uh since i flew my screens on the roof of the of the of the stage i had to come back one last time to help them drop the stage and uh pull my screens down mm, and then okay. it was dinner time and then after dinner time is beer time nice <laughs> nice and that actually doesn't sound too bad that's no a, it's, it's like a normal fun, day actually. job yeah that just broken up into many separate segments and then after beer time <laughs> well, is second breakfast i mean it's like your job you know monday you get up and go to work tuesday you go up to work the only difference is i get up in portland on monday and i get up in seattle on tuesday yeah. <laughs> that, that is but a little bit different takes me there yeah. so i really don't know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one thing is certain this time is over that's true that's true yeah, yes it's, uh, it's, uh thank god i yeah, you guys were struggling there for a little bit. Wow. I'm, thanks, buddy. No, it's true. It's true. No, it's true. <laughs> yeah. 
That's I was true. carrying him a little bit from the road. That's okay. Besides, honestly, he, he 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 takes he takes the 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 sort of like a sweet natured uh, back and forth that Charlie and I have a tendency to to share, and he he puts a lot of salt in it. Yeah, it was a little too much. the show. It was a little too much rainbows and sunshine in here. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I missed that, like, just, like, dark, sarcastic the cynicism. <laughs> yeah. that, that's the part that I relate to. I was like, where is yeah. somebody to be like, this is bullshit? Speaking of that. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> he's not wasting any time. Both of you. Why, why, why? Mega Man Soccer was never mentioned. Oh, last week. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You guys completely fucked the dog on Nintendo. Fucked the dog. I believe the the the, the preferred nomenclature is uh, screw the pooch. <laughs> but well done. <laughs> well done. Go. He's All back, right. everybody. He's back. Oh god. It's like the seat never got cold. You have your poodle. I have my Rottweiler. We'll meet in the middle. Yeesh. I do not own a poodle. That's one funny looking puppy. Um, John, how was your week? Uh, it was good. It was productive. Um, <clears throat> I made a grave mistake by signing up for some college courses, so I'm getting prepared for that. I start in one week. God help me. Um, so I've, I spent a little time doing that, but uh, the remainder of my week was spent doing a little bit of rehearsing. Uh, did some of that this evening for our upcoming show, which I'll talk about at the end of the, the episode. Um, it, mostly just spending a lot of time this last week with, with, with my beautiful lady and my beautiful son. You know, that was it. It was a pretty chill week otherwise. Awesome. How about you? Um, well, uh, it became clear to me this last week that um, 2015 is the year where I'm taking over ponies. Um, because uh, it, uh, I, I was um, given the opportunity to, uh, to serve as vice chair for Ponyville Cider Fest. So I was already doing PR. I'm still going to continue to do PR unless I decide I need to bring in some help with that. But um, for, for those that are not familiar with the terminology, basically I'm second in charge. Right, on, um, right and on. so uh, I'm I'm pretty friggin' psyched about that. The the Joe Biden of the pony world. Um. Oh. All right. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Why? I thought you were running a SWAT team. What? Like vice chair? Like I don't know. Wrong vice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yes, vice like vice president. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm super excited. Um. Super super. You know, just just super excited to be able to further give back to this community that I love, that I love so very much. So, uh, yes, it's going to be good times. Um, good man. Good man. But uh, but yeah, Michelle. Uh, recently, how's your week been? How have, how how are things been? With you? Um, I've been very busy. We actually just wrapped up fall, and we're walking into holiday in about two weeks. So. I'm basically like entering my Christmas. She's so. talking about her job, just to be clear. <laughs> so shit's insane for me. It's basically like my Black Friday right now. So I just kind of live at work. But other than that, got a little bit of video gaming in. A, a little bit? Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, <laughs> no. And, uh, Don't talk about retail. it. I forget retail is like back to the future. You're like Well, I'm like corporate retail. So I'm like ahead of... Yeah. In store retail, so I'm even like, yeah, yeah you're it's, like, you're like it's really, it gets really confusing for me because like, I set Halloween so long ago, and then I re- it's like it's I feel like it already has passed, and now people are like just getting to the point where they're going to start talking about what they're wearing. And I was like, didn't we already do Halloween? Like I put that in a clearance box like three months ago. I'm so confused. Uh, and Megan, how have things been with you? Good. I'm going to be the stereotypical parent in the room. Oh um, man! Yay. Oh yeah! It's been. We need one of those. <laughs> Yeah, you guys need a parent. Yeah. They, they heard this really show. need a parent. <laughs> no, John does not count. <laughs> does not count, but you know, it's barely, been full barely of, a parent. Um, it's been full of sleepless nights and a teething baby, and it's, yes. it's wonderful. And how's Luca? <laughs> um, he is running the household right now. Nice. <laughs> yeah, running the household, but things have been yes. good. Busy Excellent. as usual. 
So before we get into what we've been playing, uh, coming out in the next week in releases, um, everything as far as stuff you've almost, <laughs> almost certainly never heard of. Um, so on the 18th of August, we've got Dungeon Travelers 2, The Royal Library, and The Monster Seal coming out on Guess the Platform. Uh, yep, you got Woo! it. Um, Final Fantasy Type-0 HD is hitting Windows. Uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2 is hitting the Vita. Tales from the Borderlands Episode 4, Escape Plan Bravo, is coming out on Windows, Mac, PS3, and PS4 on the 18th. Uh, Volume, uh, it's coming out on the PS4, the Vita, Windows, and Mac. Zombie, that's Z-O-M-B-I, coming out on Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. The Avengers of Pip is making it over to the PS4. Armacrog is coming out on the PC. The Bridge, already out on Xbox One and uh, PC, I believe, is uh, is uh, also coming out on PS4, PS3, Vita, and Ouya. Um, yeah. Yes, yes, they are still getting Ooh, games. Yeah. Still getting it. One a uh, month. Um, I actually looked into this game um, on Xbox uh, One a couple days ago. It's like this weird, like MC Escher esque pu- uh, like puzzler. Yeah, I checked like, it out. Black and white, like ske- yeah. it, I might it looks really it interesting. I'm gonna pick Very it up cool. probably. Um, Curses and Chaos is hitting the PS4 and the Vita. Still on the 18th. Hell Divers Super Earth Ultimate Edition is coming out on the PS4 along with uh, it, uh, apparently is packed in also with uh, codes for uh, copies on the PS3 and the Vita. And Pure Hold'em, uh, which I'm assuming is poker, uh, is coming out on the PS4. Now, all that's on the 18th. On the 19th, we're getting Smite, uh, currently in beta, I believe. It's officially coming out on the 19th on the Xbox One. Uh, Tales of the Borderlands Episode 4 is hitting the Xbox 360 and the Xbox One. Velocity 2X on Windows, Mac, Linux, and Xbox One. Bob was hungry, apparently. It's coming out on the PC. <laughs> uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 Beta is opening up on the PS4. All that's on the 19th. On the 20th, Disc Storm. Uh, every time I look at that, I want to say something else, but um, I'm not going to. Uh, is hitting Windows? Yeah, she got it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, uh, Tales of the Borderlands Episode 4 is hitting iOS and Android. On the 20th, what's, what's the matter, Goat? What has happened? What? what? You would never say a dick joke when I I left. did, did I? But you implied it. We're making steps. Did I? <laughs> Maybe I meant like Frisbee Disc. I, that's not all I meant. Um, <laughs> I was like, you're talking about a phallic, meteorologic thing. Keep in mind, I have a dick train sitting next to me. Yes, it influences true. me. I'm just um, so proud. Trine up. 3, the artifact of power, is hitting oh, Windows. Nice. Uh, Pure Hold'em is hitting PC on that day. Uh, the Bridge is then making it over to Wii U. And Rhymed Resa, that's spelled R-Y-M-D-R-E-S-A. Because why not? Is it because you don't want anybody to buy your game. Yeah, exactly. You can't spell or pronounce <laughs> the fucking thing. Eh? How do you Google that? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> now that's on the 20th. And on the 21st, uh, Little Battlers Experience, the X's capital for some reason. Baku Boost is coming out on the 3DS. Uh, Risen 3 uh, Titan Lords Enhanced Edition on the PS4. The Flock is hitting Windows. Pure Hold'em is hitting the Xbox One, and Super Mega Baseball Extra Innings is hitting the PC. All the games you've never heard of coming out this next week. To be clear, though, the the zombie game you mentioned, Z-O-M-B-I, yes. a lot of people didn't pick up on this um, because they, it hasn't been very highly touted, but that is a port of the Zombie U game that was like a launch oh, title oh, that, that they're sense. putting on other platforms. Yeah, I was going to oh. say something about that. Yeah. Like, it's like Zombie U without with, the U. With some adjusted controls, and okay. they had to they had to retune it to not include Take, anything yeah. having to do with the screen, you know, the second screen, or and so wait, they, wait. Sure. Wow, controls. they had to de-Wii U as a game. You yeah, really yeah, because that, that was that an game, exclusive. That game, from what I understand, was one of the better uses of the Wii U. Everybody yes, said so. it was good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Just the game in general was good, you know, and I wouldn't mind trying that out, actually. It was all right. I wonder how they managed to port that, but anyways. The, the weird um, thing about that game, though, is when you die, you become somebody else, and you have to go find you to get your stuff back. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Oh, cool. Um, all right. So, as always, we start uh, after the releases. We go around the room. We talk about games that we've been playing recently. So, Michelle, what is the one game you've been pretty much playing this last, well, month? I, 
I'm not talking about. I'm not taking your bait. I'm not going to be judged. I, uh, th- there's no judgment. There's no here. judgment here. I played uh, Lego Batman and Rayman on Xbox, uh-huh. which is awful. Uh huh. Yes. And um, it's not awful. Just the controls from Murphy are awful. I yeah. played this new game called L- Lagoonies or whatever, which is like a word. Like it's like tiki guys and word puzzles. It's like my two favorite things. In the it's whole this wide weird world. mix of like beju- <laughs> it's like bejeweled and boggle like put yeah, together. It's really it's really weird. cool. I like that. <laughs> And what else? That's about it. And what else? (laughs) And what else? Damn you. (laughs) They played a lot of Stella Pop. (laughs) (laughs) And when you say a lot, how many hours do you you suppose? Just in one day. Just today, for example, do you suppose you were playing this game? I I didn't really clock it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would guess maybe five. No, it was more than Just that. Just today? I got up at 8. <laughs> it was more than that. <laughs> I played it until honest. I made you breakfast at 10. And then I played again from 11 until I took a nap at like 4. And then I played again from 6 until you guys got here at 7. I know. So you put a full day in. No <laughs> regrets. No regrets. And, and there, there's a reason why you're putting so much time into this game right now, right? Yes. I have an 11-day time limit to collect yellow feathers. So I have to try to get them all. And what happens at the end of the 11 days? You can't collect yellow feathers anymore. What do, what do the yellow feathers do for you? Absolutely nothing. Oh. <laughs> I was actually trying to help you justify it. You could have lied. You could have made something up. Oh, shit. You could have been like, oh, for every yellow, fe- every hundred yellow feathers you get, we get a dollar. I would have been like, that's amazing. Yeah, I would have believed playing. you. Play all yeah. you want. No. no. Oh, all I right. I mean, actually, with like the an update, they did a few um, a few times back. They added like achievements, the kind of like things for you to work towards, I think, to try and get people to spend more money. But so now when they so every now and again, they like introduce one of the new Angry Bird characters. So they just introduce the yellow guy where it's like when you like launch him and then you would tap on him. He like zooms forward in regular Angry Birds. They just introduce him to Cell Pop. So every time they do that, then you have like 12 days to collect like a certain amount of feathers. And this time, because um, they added like these new achievements, it's like if you, you know, they do have like. If you get 15 yellow feathers, you get something. If you get 45 yellow feathers, you get something. But what you get is, like, one, like, magic ball that you can use for, like, one shot on one level. And it, you know, breaks some extra pieces. And that's, it's, like, literally nothing. So, so listeners, here's, here's the point I wanted to make out of this. Is when you're looking at, at friends and family that are playing, like, mobile <laughs> games like this. And, you, and if you feel like you're looking down on them and judging them or whatever, you just take a second and step back. Because they might be just as serious of a gamer as you are. <laughs> like, never mind the fact that it's, like, a, a, you know, pay, like, it's, it's like a, 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 you know, free with in-app purchases mobile game that's, you know, you know it, it, never mind. Because I, there is proof in this room right now that... People who play mobile games can be just as serious, if not more serious, than your average WoW player or Call of Duty player. Just yeah. saying. Interesting. Just saying. I'm, we, I'm, you're, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm validating you right now, Michelle. No, you're yeah. not. No, I, I actually <laughs> am. No, he's he is, not. He is. I, he's trying. I actually am. What did you buy? Bu- <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, actually. Uh, okay, you're so, just putting that in your pocket for later, then, huh? <laughs> I mean, look at this brand new Ferrari. You played that game. I mean, <laughs> since you mentioned it, that that's that that kind of works out a little bit, I guess. Uh, so, Megan, what have you been playing recently? My answer is so sad. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's really sad. Okay, um, you're gonna beat Stella Pop. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it's it's really sad. Well, she is a one year old, so yeah. yeah, yeah, he's not even. Which is like a don't, live don't action. Rush it. He's not even one yet. So um, <laughs> she is like a ten month old, which is like a live action video um, game. All no, on its I, own. It I have been playing the original Paper Mario. Yeah. Oh, awesome. yes. Um, yes, but which unfortunately drives my darling John crazy is I like crushed this game to the boss level. She and smashed refused, it, man. Refused to play the she, 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 All she has is the final <laughs> boss fight to finish the game. He, he's like, did you play and it? I'm like, did, did you, you finish, finish it? it? And I'm like, and she's like, no. I don't know. It's hard. I keep dying. I was like, it's not. No, I didn't say it's because I keep dying. I just really don't play it. <laughs> you told me you so, kept getting no, I, it was it. No, you know what it <laughs> I did not. What what I said mm-hmm. is that it's just boring. I have no drive whatsoever to to play it. Like it's the last 15 level, minutes. I'm like, I'll get there. I'm like, Paper I'll, Mario's I'll, a long game. I'm like, I'll, no, I'm collecting my badges, okay? <laughs> there are badges and and you can use them to your advantage to beat the boss really easily and I am earning those Develop badges. a twitch in my eyeball. You have to find all the star pieces to get free badges, <laughs> and that's what I'm doing. Oh, so good. Yes. Otherwise, you know, she I don't also have occasionally plays some some questionable like, mobile games like Bubble Witch. I deleted all those I've apps. Never heard of Bubble Witch. I'm I in mean, recovery. Oh. No, I've heard, I'm sorry. I've heard of Bubble Witch. I've never played it. Um, I'm in recovery. I deleted. <laughs> I deleted my Bubble Witch and Candy Crush game. Oh, you were so, a candy crusher? Oh, That's yeah. awesome. It, it was very sad. You know what? Stella Pop. <laughs> in my defense. <laughs> so, my very first PlayStation, when I was like 16, it was like the very first PlayStation that ever came out, had a game that was kind of like Stella Pop, only it was with anime characters. You know what I'm talking Bust about? Move? Is that what it was? There was like a little critter, and then there was like a little girl who had like pink pigtails, and it was like very anime. You're shooting bubbles? Yeah, yeah. and I've Sounds always like wanted move. like a game that is like identical to that, and Cell Pop is the first one. And I think they must own the rights to like the actual like bubble shooting like move because I've tried to play all the like generic games like Disney has one with that new movie that just came out with all the different moves. Oh, Inside Out. Yeah, they have a version of that that's like Inside Out characters. And there's a bunch of other ones. But for every other one, in order to like like fling your bubble, you have to push forward and like point at what you want to shoot it at. And Cell Pop is the only one besides Bust Move where you like pull back. Which I don't know is more fun to me. So I'm assuming they must have it like copyrighted or something. Mm, maybe. But maybe. Mobile maybe. games. Stop scoffing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm done trying to help you. I was actually they can on be your side. very serious games. Yeah, you know? there's very tricky levels. Shh. Go, don't look at like, me like that. Oh no, no, I got new. These phone. are gamer <laughs> skills <laughs> that we are developing here. That's true. That's true. That, but you know what? Uh, games. Th- this is a podcast about video gaming, and those technically count as video games. I guess. I mean, we're expanding horizons. The room is a movie. But I wouldn't call it a good movie, so, you know. But the room is a very good game. Oh, the room game. is amazing. <laughs> that is a actually, good. did That's you true. guys play Angry Birds Two that just came out? I did. did. You look I at tried it. it. Yeah. I tried it. I I didn't care for it. It's the same shit. It is. I yeah. kind of go back to it every now and again. But the like the um the graphics are like, yeah. oh, it's amazing. 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 Yeah. yeah, most of Romeo's Super pretty. games look really nice when they come out. Yeah, just I think this is way better. But fucking mobile games, man. <laughs> Goat. What have you been playing? Angry Birds 2. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the dark what side. A glorious we segment. have margaritas. <laughs> well, I got the new toy, and I right, was like, yeah. I was telling John before we recorded, and I'm like, holy shit, I can play games again. 
holy shit, they're not the size of my phone anymore. <laughs> oh, yes, they make Angry Birds, too. They made a All right, you know. The only thing I don't like about that is, like, when did this happen that where you have lives and you they come back and they replenish? Oh, that's like, how like, that happened. I, I want to say that, that that mechanic popped up maybe like a year, year and a half ago. Okay. Because I was like, and, I'm yeah. like, all right, Angry Birds. Well, those blast is like normal. It's like, you're out of lives. I'm like, fuck you talking about like yeah. uh lives but, but yeah. you, know, you can buy more lives and make or you could eat a dick either war but no <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember that being one of the options code in the children's game be. yeah they're like no. for a dollar more mike you lost me in a dollar more yeah. but uh yeah i've been playing yeah. that uh i'm playing pop smash i think it's called hmm. it's really weird and it's kind of like bejeweled okay different you're trying to it's all sorts of like it's it's like the next gen of bejeweled Okay. So I mean, and then I got a bad, just mad matching colors. Yeah, 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 I got a bad, yeah, yeah. bad bejeweled problem, and that, that came on my phone. And I was like, oh wow, that's really convenient. I'm like, you sons of bitches, Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I finished Lego City Undercover on DS. Oh, nice. Excellent, excellent game. Um, it plays just like the Wii U version. Um, it was only like seven hours to beat. It was really good. Mm-hmm. And in true Lego fashion, I beat the main story for fifteen percent completion. Yeah, yeah, that like, sounds right. <laughs> Yeah. That's actually kind of high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So everybody on the bus knew when I beat it because I was like, are you fucking kidding me? 15%? They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, and then I've been working on Ali Ali, and I, I agree with John. Uh, it takes a minute to get used to, and then it turns into an addiction that you don't want to talk about. <laughs> All right, fair. Um, and that's about it. It's been kind of a busy jumping around and finishing up tour and flying back and all that. Okay. So, Charlie, what do you, what's your John? What do we, who's, who's up? Who's up? Who's up? Go ahead, Charlie. Okay. Um, so I actually beat a couple of games this week. Really? Um, Look I, at you. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Um, so I, like I, I, well, yeah. I've been at work <laughs> for like 60 hours. That's what happened to Charlie. Oh. That's, that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, still, I need party cannons for occasions like this. <laughs> yes. um, so uh, I beat the main story of Grand Theft Auto V. Ah, uh, right. Good stuff. Um, I played a and it's just, so then after the main story, I went back in and I played a little bit more and um, I started up as Trevor and uh, very minor spoiler um, after the main uh, after the main story is complete, your first mission that you start that you can go to as Trevor is uh, you meet his mother, which is kind of crazy and hilarious and wrong and um, so there there's uh, there's there's some good content there. What what go? Trevor? Like why would I? What are you waiting for? I, I didn't say it was unexpected. <laughs> just to be clear, how did you feel about the ending? Um, lackluster. Yeah, it, not it was, nearly as good as the rest of the game. Huh? Yes, yeah, very it anticlimactic. Was, yes, I would. Uh, that's I, I would say that's absolutely when true. when the credits started to roll. I was just yeah. like, "That's this is it." Yeah. Oh well, shit. So yeah. they did the they did the old yeah. curve. I don't kinda. think it ruined yeah. the game for me personally, but no. it, it wasn't a good ending. Mm. Yeah, it was it, it was just very anticlimactic. I mean, it was just you you know you you do a heist and then you kind of tie up some loose ends, but I mean like there's no like big climax really. I mean like yeah. the heist I, I wouldn't say is I mean like it's more complicated and like kind of kind of more exciting than the other heist that that you, that you did, but I mean like still it's like. You do it, and then... It just kind of just puts the bow on the package you already knew you bought. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, But no, still absolutely no regrets playing it. A phenomenal game. And then uh, I went back, and I uh, completed the story of Ori and the Blind Forest. Oh. Uh, Oh, my God. I love that game. You remembered how to play it. What's that? You remembered how to play it. Yes, yes. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, (laughs) This one's been almost uh, the the, the full year in the making. I'm going to apologize well, uh, now. Yeah, but when it came out in March, I, I believe yeah. it was. I'm going to apologize um, now. All my references are two months old, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Um, and uh, for anybody that's that's friends with me, or I think this 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 particular post may have been public, uh, is uh, you know following me on Facebook or whatever, or Twitter. Um, if, if you saw my post earlier today where um, I was quoting my, my lovely and <laughs> com- compassionate wife, um, 
where it was. I was wondering. I was, I was quoting her, and it was it was. So it was this laugh actually. Okay. This, this is exact same laugh. No, no, no. Hang on, hang on. Con- get the quote yeah, first. The quote first. It. it was ha 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 ha. I'm really sorry about laughing at your sorrow. I can't help it. Ha 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 ha. With this exact laugh, I appreciate you reenacting that for me, Michelle. So it's very convenient. Um, the reason she was laughing at me—it actually wasn't sorrow. The the ending of Ori was actually a, a happy one, and but it was I was it you know he was crying. I, I was I, I was moved. I was moved by the ending. I was very happy about uh, you know the, about the, the resolution in the game. But uh, my 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 deeply caring and. Um, and, uh, and 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 you know, emotionally supportive wife um, <laughs> I can't found humor in the situation. It I, seems I literally have like never cried in a movie or game. Like I just am not that person. And Charlie like cries for the both of us at everything, <laughs> like every movie and game. And so it was just funny because I didn't I didn't even know what was happening. I was I was playing Stella Pop. <laughs> uh, so, so you let me get this straight. You you were. You were cackling at Charlie <laughs> for showing feelings towards a game while yeah. you while you were hunched over Stella Pop. Yeah, you were judging Charlie while you no, were. No, I wasn't less- judging. Duh. I just cold. <laughs> <laughs> the, I just I I he was like, oh, it's over, and then I go, and then like there was really sad music, so I assumed something emotional had happened. I go, oh God, are you gonna cry? And then he was like, it's too late. And- <laughs> <laughs> and then I just like lost my shit and was like, ah! <laughs> and like, and I felt so bad and so I tried oh, I to stop and I couldn't. And then I was like, I'm really sorry that I'm like dying laughing to you, but like, oh god! And I just kept laughing. It was really bad. I mean, that happens a lot though. Like we watch really sad movies, and Charlie's just got like tears, and I just laugh because it's so funny. I just have this vision of my in my a lot mind of feelings, of, like, I guess. Of, of, of Michelle's like eyes turning red and horns popping out of her head, and you go, "Your sorrow is delicious." You know, she has tried to lick my tears a few times. Um, okay, I, yeah, delicious blind. tears. In my defense, I have cried once at a movie. When uh, Carrie Bradshaw got left at the altar during sex, <laughs> I like I didn't just cry like I ugly cried in the movie theater with all my girlfriends and I was like oh god and my friends were like stop it like you're embarrassing and I could not stop I cried through the entire movie you'll, you'll have to I've catch me cried. up on that I do not watch chick flicks I do not watch girly shows all the time um, so I'm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. That's what did it for me. Sex in the City was the only, but I've. Li- that's it. I'm I not really cry. sure that qualifies as a defense, Michelle. But I'll take it. <laughs> not, um, not. See, like that just let me down. I was like, Michelle was like, I cried once, and some asshole stepped on my foot while he was passing by me, and that's what I was waiting for. But no, it was like a legitimate mm-hmm. cry. But it was it was over fashion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She had this really great headdress, and she just didn't get to wear it down the aisle. It hurt me in the heart. I played other things too, but I can't remember them right now. <laughs> Charlie, <laughs> I think that you're you're you're. No, you played um Tembo. Oh, talk about Tembo. Oh my god, oh, Tembo I, I was badass elephant. Oh I did god. play Tembo the demo for Tembo the badass elephant. Um, I wish that game. I wish oh, that was so not. Expensive. I wish it was not fifteen dollars for a five-hour game. Yeah. Um, so when that goes on sale, I'll probably pick it up because that was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, I was, it was not really expecting cool. for how, how fun that was. It turned out to be a big seller. They did really well with it, just based on ten. It being called Tembo the badass elephant. I would have yeah. bought it. Yep. Um, yeah, it's by Sega. I didn't even realize that. Like, oh, it's, wow. it's one of their first original like properties in some time. But um, yeah, no, it, it plays great. 
Um, the uh, you know the look of it's great. It's um you know it's uh, yeah no I'll, I'll when it's not fifteen dollars I'll definitely pick it up. But for like all of the reviews that I read, like it has very mediocre scores on on Metacritic you know, mm-hmm. as as an average. But everybody's main complaint is that it's fifteen dollars for like five hours of game. Yeah, and it's it's good, but it's not that good. So um, right on, right so, yeah. on, yeah. Um, but John, you what did you play? Um, as seems to be the trend lately, I did not play things for long periods of time, but I played a lot of things this week. So let me uh. Let me just see if I can knock this list out uh, in no particular order. I played a little bit more Elite Dangerous, which has proved to be even more interesting as I continue to play it um, than I thought. Um, <clears throat> Megan was smart enough to go to the library and rent me some 3DS games, check out some 3DS games, so I've been playing those. I talked about that last week. I played Smash. Didn't really play it much this week. I uh, played a good chunk more of that game, Tales, uh, Tales from the Abyss. Entertaining, fairly typical JRPG. Nothing special about it, but it's it's... Presentation is good, good-looking game, fun game. Um, I played. I uh, I restarted my World of Warcraft account. Really? Yeah. That's random. I cried it, a little. Is it? Is <laughs> I was it? Say. Like out of happiness? No. Or see, fortunately, I'm not one of those people where, like, when I'm done playing something, I can just get up and walk away from it. I've never had that problem with with MMOs. It's like the um, day that John restarts his WoW account is the day that Charlie got named Vice Lord of the Ponies. Like, I cried a little. Too. It was a good like, day. Oh, God, I'm never gonna it was see a you good again. day, Charlie. Um, I restarted my World of Warcraft account. It was good. Um, I I played. Um, I also decided that uh, because I just it's in your face all the time. All this stuff about mobas. I decided that I'm actually going to. It's probably going to take me a while to put together a, a comprehensive opinion of it. But I I I'm going to dig into all of the mobas and play them. Did League, you check of out League of Legends. And do, I started playing League of Legends today. Really? I started playing Heroes of the Storm. Um, and I will probably play Dota, but I want to I want to see what all the hubbub is about for myself. Sure. Beyond like surface level, I want to really try them out. Um, <clears throat> I played those. I started um, um, Enslaved Odyssey to the West. Nice. Is this your first? Is this your first? This is my first time playing it. You're playing it on PC. Or? I'm playing it on Xbox 360 because it okay. was a free game. It was a Games of Gold free game uh, a while back. Oh yeah. Okay. A couple months back. Maybe it was last month. Um, and and I never had an aversion to playing it. I just never got around to it. But at at the suggestion of you and Ryan on, who were both big believers in that game, I had decided to uh, to give it a spin. I'm probably about two hours into it. I'm in love. I love it. Isn't a, it, it is, is so good? Have you watched him play that game yet? She used to watch the introduction to it. I like to watch the that first game. level. It's the guy that's like the big angry monkey man that's on this flying ship, yes. and it's you know yeah. That's a fun game to watch. Yeah. Uh, it, it's great. I mean, and even for being a was it like a four year old game now, mm-hmm. almost something like that, yeah, four almost five years, I think. Yep. Uh, it still looks amazing. Like it, that game looks top notch, and was um, I think even two hours into the game, woefully underappreciated. Yes. Um, Jesus Christ, what else did I play? Um, I played a little Killer Instinct. Uh, they put uh, they put Rash, you know, from from Battletoads <laughs> in as the sort of test character. Um, That's so awesome for season three, and he's great. And he's kind of out of place because that game is a little dark and kind of serious and broody, and he is not at all that character. Um, uh, what else did I play? Uh, I don't know. I played so much this week, I can't even keep up with all of it. I five started everything in Ali Ali. I've seen it. I, I got it. There's a witness right here. That he sounds like it would be impressive. It. I was surprised I could do it, but I. I just. I found a Zen like moment and. Uh, <laughs> I, he I skated his it. heart out. I did, I did. And I have this weird love-hate relationship with that game because I hated it when I started playing it, and I kept playing it 
<laughs> Look, I'm going to get real for a minute. <laughs> um, I'm fairly certain the only reason that I played Ali Ali to completion is because it is it's a really good game to, to play when you're going poop. That is my man. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you said that like you knew it was coming. You had yeah. that ready. I, well, I, she, I knew as soon as he took that that breath look, in. It was let like, me tell you something, man. It takes it takes a very particular level of um, concentration. Not concentration. <laughs> I'm looking for I'm looking for the right word. Um, no, it does. It does. But what I what I'm trying to say is is like Exertion? I just try not to like she'll see me pick up my three DS and start heading for the bathroom and I just try not to make eye contact. There's you know? a- <laughs> inner peace there's no there's no i i mean i try to retain some shred of dignity but uh you know in in the best interest of trying to retain what's left of that dignity now that i've said it um i i pooed my way through that game and it it was it's good man it's good i crushed it the game, game not right, the yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> both uh, on and off yeah yeah and as a result i can't tell i don't know if i would have been able to get five stars across the board on all the pro levels had i not been in the zen state of of uh, the business blissful so, excretion yeah there you go so ali's completion is based on a nude high fiber diet <laughs> and zen-like reflexes while having your pants it's at your true. ankles. Maybe, maybe this just came together as the perfect storm. And let's move on, though. Um, yeah, so now that you know way too much about what we've been doing the last week, let's find out what the industry did this last week. All right, starting things off at number five this week. Uh, video game Smart Ring Controller Revealed. Charlie's shaking his head already. Uh, so startup Titanium Falcon Inc. announced this week that it has completed the design for its, quote, Smart Ring, a new video game controller that the company thinks, quote, will change the way users play games forever. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> To make the ring a reality, Titanium, founded in 2014, is looking for support from fans. The company will launch a crowdfunding campaign through Indiegogo later this month with a goal of $300,000. Oh, good. Titanium is hoping to sell the smart ring, which it's calling Talon, for no more than $100. Uh, But how does it all work? Um... By using Bluetooth, low-energy technology, and 9-axis motion control sensor, Talon's smart ring could connect with any smart device, phone, tablet, smart TV, smart watch, PC, Mac, or VR headset, and the ring will convert users' hand gestures to appropriate input for the game or application, Titanium says. The Talon, which is less than 3.8 millimeters thick... Uh, features two action buttons and should be compatible with games across the variety of genres, including shooting, racing, sports, titanium CEO and founder Guo Wads. <laughs> I can't. I can't. So, they, they don't hold, like, okay, so I pulled up a picture of um of, of the ring, the show of the room. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt the story. Uh, yeah. So Michelle, what does this look like? It's like the whole time I'm like I just keep hearing porn, and then Charlie holds up this picture, and it's a cock ring, and then you start you start talking about like millimeter like width, and like it's just all I hear is porn, and I'm trying to be so quiet, and I'm so sorry. Oh, God. 
This is a, prof- it, this it's, a professional It's worth noting outfit. that the inside of this ring is ribbed for her pleasure. Ooh. <laughs> or I guess it would be his pleasure, um, given the fact that the bumps are on the inside. But anyways, John, I'm sorry. Continue with this very relevant and pertinent story. It is. It's, this is an important piece of technology, John. breathing through it. Uh, the talon, which is less than 3.8 millimeters thick, features two action buttons. <laughs> <laughs> and should be compatible with games across a variety of genres, including shooting, racing, and sports. Titanium CEO and, f- and founder Kuo Wan said in a statement oh that the talent. So much really, Guo Wan is a dude's name? It is Guo Wan. Oh my god, are they water sports we're doing? Said in a statement that the talent controller could have major implications on gaming overall. <laughs> Uh, currently in order and this is a quote so let's give Guo the stage here currently in order to play motion controlled games consumers must purchase all the expensive hardware how is a hundred dollar fucking cock ring not expensive <laughs> uh, TVs the Wii Xbox or Connect are just a few of them uh, Juan said we believe our touchless and motion controlled <laughs> smart ring will, <laughs> will change the way users play games forever oh my god <laughs> Earlier this year, Oculus VR unveiled its own unusual controller for the Oculus Rift called Oculus Touch. The company is also making further investments in the virtual 3D hand tracking space. <laughs> what do you? What do you? How do you? Hold it. I, I feel like I should ask what you guys think about this being any sort of a potential contender for uh, motion control, but. I'm I'm pretty sure that our reaction to this is probably uh, symbolic of how most people are going to take I'm this so product. I'm so kind of motion? Let's just pause this for a second and just of the get ocean. it out in the open. Let's just move this elephant right to the middle of the room and be like, hey, look at that. Porn games have just got a new controller. That, Flat yeah, out. That, that's true. Um, this thing is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> you had to use ridiculous, didn't you? I did. As a matter of fact, yes. Um, uh, you and your penis. Yeah, chest. well, you know me. Um, so yeah, the fact that they that they think that they're gonna sell at least three thousand of these things at a hundred dollars a pop, apparently. Um, I mean, there are people who will buy anything, but I mean, like, this is not going to revolutionize gaming. I mean, I don't no, see any way whatsoever no. that this is going to be because when you're playing a game, you want that tactile feeling. Sure. Like if if you yeah, you want to be able to you want to be able to grab onto a controller and you want to be able to press it and and squeeze it and just like have have it react when you and put you your hands it, on it. They call it George. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you have to manhandle your controllers. Yes. Sometimes I like my controller women handled, but that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, damn. Uh, yeah. Um, this thing, I don't even like the, the just like the design. Even like just like not even like the phallic implications. Like I don't get how it works. It looks like a Fitbit. We'll see if we can. Uh, I'm sure. It, uh, I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. Um, I'm sure we could we could probably see to it that a picture of this finds its way onto our uh, you oh, know, the Gamerhead to. Radio page. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, we uh, we really kind of like your guys' opinions on how you feel about this product, what you think it looks like, yes, and uh, what applications and your, and you think you might be able to find it. it for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah put your best sales pitch on it for it too. Oh, I really want Danny Meckler to try and sell this thing. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I, Danny, Danny, and Matt, and, oh, and yeah. Matt, yeah. Matt Elfring. Um. In in the best interest of preserving, I keep talking about dignity, but I just it's nowhere to be found in this episode. Uh, in the best interest of preserving the dignity of the show, uh, I'm going to go ahead and move on to number four. Um, so number four this week, it doesn't matter that EA Access isn't on PS4. Says more. Uh, it's been about a year since Sony told EA executives to talk to the hand regarding subscription service EA Access, but the publisher doesn't seem all that bothered these days. Speaking with GameSpot, bigwig Peter Moore said, It doesn't matter that the service is not available on the PlayStation 4, despite the device having the largest global audience these days. 
It's on the Xbox One, and those customers love it, he beamed. We have analytics on everything these days, and subscriber satisfaction rates are through the roof. EA Access customers get to play more because of the vault. They get to play early ahead of general release date, and they get to pay less because of the discounts that it offers. So for those of you that aren't for, uh, uh, you know, in the know on what's going on with uh, EA Access, um, EA Access is essentially like a PlayStation Plus or Games with Gold-esque service for EA games that has a subscription service instead of um, just providing you something free as part of the overall package. So um, for around four ninety nine a month or twenty nine ninety nine a year, subscribers get access to an ever increasing stash of free software as well as discounts and early access to various upcoming games. And it's proved a real coup for Microsoft as it's been able to promote titles such as Star Wars Battlefront as being available first on the Xbox One. So Sony, however, has said that the service doesn't offer the kind of value that PlayStation customers expect. So it's blocked the publisher from offering the subscription on its system. Um, I had a chance to play with EA Access not too long ago. Um, it, it's a, I guess, a fairly competent service that suffers from the same problem that a lot of uh, new streaming services for gaming seem to suffer from, which is there's not enough content in it to to, yeah. to justify the subscription cost right now. If they add a back catalog of all the EA titles they have, totally worth it. Um, do you do you think that it's a mistake for uh, PlayStation to not for Sony to not include this on the PlayStation given how much reach the the PlayStation currently has in homes? It's still outselling the Xbox One week over week, you know, and uh, still got a bigger install base. Uh, so given what you just said, do I think it's a mistake? Yeah. No, I think it's an odd decision. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's going to hurt them at, at this at this point, because like you just said, there's not really that much compelling content on there, sure. anyways. Do you think it's going to hurt EA though? This or not EA itself, but do you think this this particular project that he is working on? Um, I feel like it would probably do better if they had a wider audience. From a marketing standpoint, I would say. Obviously, PlayStation just didn't want to pay the money that EA was asking them. And so they just said, like, you know, whatever. This is their press release. But um, I would say that the statement that EA made, like, it's just so blatantly, like, girl fight. Like, like, you know, like, they told me no and now whatever. So I would say that that is EA's attempt at getting PlayStation to sort of, like, come back because they're, you know, being so blatant about it. So I would say they feel like they're going to hurt without the PlayStation support. What do you think, Go? I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, he's like, I don't give a shit about that service, so I don't care. Well, I mean, (laughs) yes and no, but like, I I think it's kind of a power play on both parts here to where like maybe PlayStation's waiting for it to get the content and make it worth their time. Could be, you know, like, oh, I don't want your shitty service right now because you have five games on it. Like, fuck off. Come back to me when you actually have a service. Yeah. 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 We'll see. Look, if EA smart, they'll they'll add as much of their back. I mean, yes. love them or hate them, EA has an extensive back catalog oh, yeah. and some really really damn good games. There in are some umbrella. serious EA like oh my god. You know, if they EA were to games. to put, FIFA put their entire back there. catalog in in that, I mean, paying four ninety nine a month for access to that amount of game, <clears throat> it, it, I yeah. I would pay for yeah. it. I mean, you, you can know? get FIFA ninety five on there, Madden ninety five. These are the classic titles. Oh EA god, it's just I don't. It, it's awful. So awful. <laughs> um, well, you know, uh, I, 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 where we're at with the with with the sort of race between uh, Xbox and PlayStation right now, I feel like I feel like the Xbox is has got like a lot of little things like this that PlayStation doesn't have right now. L- little stuff, not anything that's truly impactful because obviously they're still, uh, you know, Sony's still outselling Microsoft with the with the between the systems right now. 
Um, but I wonder if, if as a, a product like you know EA Access grows, if they did throw, let's say, their most of or prominent most prominent parts of their back catalog in, I wonder if that would make Sony go, oh, shit, man, maybe we should have signed up for this one. Could be, oh. but then there won't be anything to stop them at that point. I'm sure. If, I'm sure if PlayStation down the road, PlayStation says, "Okay, we want EA access now." I don't, I don't see EA saying no. Yeah. So, oh, I say it a lot, uh, but time's gonna tell on this one. We'll see. All right, moving on to number three for the week. Guillermo del Toro says that he doesn't want to make another video game. Mm. We talked about this once before, where he said that he he kind of felt a little bit cursed by what's happened between the two games he's worked on. But he, he, did, he didn't say outright, I, I'm not going to work on games anymore. And there was even uh, rumblings a few weeks ago that maybe he and Hideo Kojima were going to work on something together, uh, another horror game of some sort, away from you know what happened with PT. Well, he's come out and just flat out said, it's not happening. You know, uh, He was quoted as saying, I have proven to be the albatross of video games. I joined THQ, THQ goes broke. I joined Kojima, and Kojima leaves Konami. I find that interesting, his wording there, because he says Kojima leaves Konami. That's true. And everybody's saying that's not what happened at all, and it was yeah. an ousting. Um, so I'm curious to see what happens with that. But uh, he said, I've decided in order not to destroy anyone else's life, I will never again get involved in video games. Otherwise, I'll join someone and his house will explode or something. <laughs> goes very tickled by that. <laughs> See, I thought the the what they had said before is that they were still going to try and work on something together. So is this that, him going back on that? Uh, seemingly so, hmm. because where it was left off was is that it seemed like they were going to work on something now that Hideo Kojima was free of Konami's you know um, contracts. So curses, curses. Unless I'm going to file this under Never Say Never because I, I have a feeling that he can be enticed. He seems to have a an interest in the industry. Goat says no. No, I think it's. Uh, I think he's doing the right thing here. The whole first time shame on me, or first time shame on you, second time shame on me, third mm-hmm. time fuck it. Like Man. who wants to blow up Kojima's house anyways? I'd be a dick move. <laughs> I um, think he's Brett Farvane. <laughs> so he's gonna play Very for five possible. other teams for a year. Michelle's calling your bluff, Del Toro. Yeah, he's coming back. <laughs> um, uh, he did say that he learned a lot from Kojima uh, and THQ so much that it uh, it changed the way he sees being able to tell a story. In general, hmm. uh, in the case of his project for THQ, it was a game called Insane. Uh, he said he did two years of work on the project before it was eventually canceled. Though that game never materialized, he took the learnings to Silent Hills, his horror game with Konami and Hideo Kojima, but that project, of course, was also canceled, uh, tragically. Uh, he said, then I went to the side of Kojima because he's a master, and I can gladly say that we are friends and I love his work, and I'll continue learning from him as a friend, but said, but I am not. If I join another video game, World War Three would start. Missed opportunity, man. Less I. You know, it's, uh, um, you know, Mr. Del Toro, um, if you don't want to make a game, that's fine, but don't let that stop you from letting somebody else make a Pacific Rim game, please. That was a mouthful. Yes. Yeah, I would play the shit out of a Pacific Rim game. I don't yep. care. Be yeah. awesome. Leave it, leave it to the professionals. Just give all your properties to those professionals. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of Konami. So um, they're back. Well, there's been so much Konami in our news, and it's not just us. They're everywhere lately, and it's because as things have started to kind of <clears throat> deteriorate with their relationship with Hideo Kojima, so it seems they, they don't have a particularly great relationship with a lot of their employees in Anybody, general. really. Yeah, the headline for uh, number two this week reads, Report reveals restrictive and hostile working conditions for Konami employees. So, um, 
according to what's kind of coming out sort of anonymously from a lot of people that work at Konami, game developers are, are being monitored on and off-site, lack internet access and personal email accounts, and are punitively reassigned from development roles to positions in security and maintenance. So, um, Japanese financial newspaper, the uh, Nikkei, I believe, published a report fil- uh, filled with the damning details about the corporate culture of Konami, the game publisher well-known for its Metal Gear Solid, Castlevania, and Pro Evolution soccer franchise. Um, franchises, rather. Kota- Kotaku published a translation of key facts from this report, and additional information was provided by Twitter uh, by a Twitter user named uh, Sirkon Toto. Um, the report outlines a number of policies that the company used to monitor and control their employees. Development studios at uh, Konami, are, Konami are constantly kept under surveillance with camera systems, not for security reasons, but as measures to meant to keep workers efficient and productive by reminding them that they're under close watch. This is further emphasized by a policy that requires workers to clock in and out with time cards during lunch breaks. Workers who run late are publicly named and insulted. And when management at Konami decides that a developer isn't as, quote, useful as they could be, they lose their position as a developer. And uh, it would seem it doesn't mean that they're fired. Uh, Nikkei reports that these workers are reassigned to roles in security, at company offices, uh, to cleaning staffs, uh, one of Konami's many fitness clubs, or to the assembly line um, of a uh, packy slot factory. A what? A packy slot factory. So this Konami also makes uh, slot machines. Oh, okay. You know, and packy slot machines are usually the smaller, more compact ones that you see, like at uh, the, the, like the digital tops. poker, Stable yeah, bar tops. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, this reassignment isn't just as a punishment reserved for underperforming entry level workers either. Even experienced developers who have shipped numerous games are at risk of finding themselves reassigned punitively. Uh, one such case even had aftershocks that affected those who only indirectly involved in the reassignment. Uh, when a former Konami developer was moved to a packy slot factory, finally found employment with another company. He did what a lot of us would. He posted the joyful news to Facebook. Some of his former and development team colleagues who were sympathetic to his situation liked that post and soon after found themselves reassigned too. Uh, This sort of monitoring and private communication must be terrible for for both morale and team cohesion. Not only can you not not speak freely at work, you can't even be sure if things you say on or off in your on or off time are being scrutinized by the company you work for. So Konami doesn't only watch how workers communicate, though. They also dramatically limit their ability to, to talk both with each other and those outside of their offices. The majority of Konami employees do not have email accounts at all. And while there are some developers who do have access to internal email services and a rare few in PR sales who can send emails to outsiders, these workers only have access to temporary email addresses comprised of random letters and numbers assuring that these employees can't be consistently reached. Those at number eight production department, formerly known as Kojima Productions, have it even worse. They don't even have internet access in their department. What? Yep. While a lot of folks have compared Konami's overbearing attitude to George Orwell's 1984, uh, I think there's an even more apt reference. Uh, Michael Foschalt's analysis of uh, the Panopticon in his 1975 book, Discipline and Punish. Um, the, the, this is bad. This is really shitty and crummy. Yeah. Michelle, you were having some reactions to that story as John was reading it. I mean, as a corporate manager, obviously it's disgusting and awful, and you know your your team is just so much more creative and and able to just do so much more work if they ha- are in like an open and free environment and they feel like they can, you know, think outside the box and take you know and give them their personal time and whatever. But 
Where is Konami located? It's in Japan, isn't they're, it? They're a Japanese company. Yeah. So, so like, does anybody know what other corporations in Japan? I mean, like um, this, this might be yeah. How how a I mean, like, from just the norm in Japan? A lot of people are saying that corporate culture in Japan is fairly astringent, but even by that standard, this is a lot of these practices are it's considered just like, very very strict. I, as a corporate manager, I would say I hesitate to judge because you don't know like what they were told when they signed up for this like they could have known that this was what they were getting i mean it's japan it's an asian country and unfortunately this is what a lot of those companies are like so it's could they could have known that this is what they were getting themselves into i like i don't think it's the right choice especially in a creative department or in like where you're developing video games like to not have them have access to the internet and to not give them time to like think and be creative and be free is just stupid and you're screwing yourself but it just could be the culture so you have to be careful about things like that yeah i don't know if we can even judge this as western yeah. radicals because I, they do things a well, lot differently they do things there. a lot the report's pretty True. extensive and there's a lot more to it than even that um uh, some some anonymous accounts and so on um but the the idea is that uh, from what what's after having it dissected what a lot of people are saying is is that that do work for the company is it wasn't like this five years ago. It wasn't like this ten years ago. It's become pretty astringent in the last like three or four years, and I guess a lot of it has to do with the Konami seems to be the the the, the Nikkei who were published this uh, report originally seems to question whether or not Konami is going to be a major video game developer. Um, some years from now because a lot of their money effort and and revenue is going towards their casino stuff um, mobile game development uh, I guess Konami also in Japan participate participates in fitness related things mm-hmm. um, and most of their money is going towards that these days and they said that a lot of that is because when you take a look at a game like Metal Gear Solid 5 it, it's got a 80 million dollar plus price tag attached to it at this point for development and it's got to make a shitload of money they just they're feeling like the amount of work and money they have to put into a triple a game title these days is not worth they're making more money doing the other things for less effort and less risk that's what it sounds like too. it sounds like they're flushing that department out because they're reassigning them to the slot machine side they're making them security and all this and the fitness you said they were working fitness centers and stuff yeah. like that it sounds like they're just kind of like well, we don't want you here, but we can't really fire you for no apparent reasons. We just rather that you that you walk away on your own because it's horrible here. Yeah, it, I, I think the the best way to button something like this up is to say is you know it's like it's yes on one hand it's it's hard for us to judge it being from a completely different culture and everything, but I think universally whenever you're talking about something like this, it's you can measure the success by the results. And when you look at Konami, I don't think they've been very successful recently. No, and no. so I think you know when if when someone's trying to look for reasons why they haven't been successful, this could be a contributor. Well, you know, and, and while Michelle makes a point about like you don't know, I mean, did they sign NDAs for some of this stuff? Did is this part of their their employment contract a lot of this stuff? We'll say this, regardless of whether people agree to standards like this or not, if, which you shouldn't be agreeing to standards like this, if you are the person who created these standards or are enforcing them, you're a dick. Yeah. You're a dick. We you're should not a nice like, person. Well, yep. you're a dick by our standards. Yeah, I right, say, right. By, by our standards, we're, we're like crazy people to Japan. Like, they yeah. actually work. They go to school all year long. Yeah. And that's yeah. like, oh my God, here, like, yeah. why would you make your kids do that? It's really it's, hard to judge yeah. them like that. You can't do like, that. I mean, like, I don't think anyone should have to work in that kind See, of, but like, 
you know, it's like, I don't know. I don't think anybody in Japan should ever have to work in that kind of thing. But like, that might be normal to them. And whether that's right or wrong is like not for me to say. No, I agree with you. There is definitely having a high standard, being strict. But then there's a difference between like stripping humanity. Well, having look, them, you know, holding down their personal lives. I don't really talk about my rough. day job on the show because even though I do VS for Villains, for those of you who are Villains fans listening, I do have a day job. I have a family to feed. I work my day job. <laughs> I choose to ignore it because I hate my job. But part of the reason I hate my job is because they, one of the things that they do there that I can relate to in this story is they, the job that I work routinely reminds people that they are being heavily monitored uh, Mm -hmm. by video. My boss can dial into his phone and watch what I'm doing in my office at any given time. Um, They can dial into our computers uh, with almost no warning and watch what we're doing. They have completely restricted any form of internet. I mean, even, even websites that we use to operate the business that I help manage, we have to get permission from them to go to to approved websites. Even the sites that we use for services that we need for our business, they won't let us go to without approval first. Yeah. We have, so yeah, we have similar stuff like that at my job, but we're in the medical field. We have HIPAA to worry about. So it makes more sense. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but it's, but they're really the, the company I work for, um, really rules, um, the, the people that work for them with fear in that regard, they remind you regularly Mind your P's and Q's because yeah. we are watching you all the time. Hey, John, you know what we should do? We should try and see if we can get an employee of Konami to come onto our show to talk about what it's like to work at his place because that never goes wrong, does it? Uh, <laughs> one would think, but by God, if, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm going from one corporate uh, snafu to another, let's move on to number one. Uh, Nintendo fires employee for speaking on podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Segway of the week. As wow. a corporate employee, <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah. Like I, if I went on to a fashion podcast and spoke about things that are happening at my company, I would be fired. Like yeah. permission, yeah. Like yeah. Michelle, you literally I- have to have permission, and like it's very clearly stated. Like you don't speak to the press, and a podcast is called the press. So yeah. like they're in their right to do that. Yeah, I, I was. I knew you were going to have a field day with this story, yeah. but uh, John. Uh, so what happened? Well, um, it would seem that uh, last week, a Nintendo localization editor, Chris Pranger, made an appearance on a small podcast called Part-Time Gamers. Um, This week, Nintendo fired him. Uh, He wrote, uh, Hello, friends and family. As many of you have probably seen, I am no longer at Nintendo. I was terminated this week due to a podcast appearance I made last week. It was a stupid judgment call on my part, and ultimately it cost me far more than I could have imagined. So on August 3rd, Part-Time Gamers Podcast posted their interview with Pranger, who spoke candidly about his work in Nintendo's secretive treehouse, where the company translates and localizes software from Japanese to English and other languages. In the following days, a number of Nintendo fan sites and other message boards picked up on the interview, posting a whole lot of uh, excerpts they found interesting, because for those of you who aren't Nintendo fans or don't keep up, Nintendo doesn't really talk like... You know what Nintendo is, but it's kind of like Disney. You don't know what the inner workings are. Nobody discusses that. You know, uh, they keep it very much to themselves. So, um, in the following days, a number of Nintendo fan sites and other messages picked up on the interview, posting a whole lot of excerpts they found interesting. Uh, Go Nintendo, for example, reported on Pranger defending the Wii U's name and talking about how passionate Smash Brothers designer Masahiro Sakurai can be. 
Although the podcast didn't draw a ton of mainstream attention, fans found it fascinating because it's become so rare to hear Nintendo employees speak about the company without specific PR approval. Nintendo, like most Japanese video game companies, tends to prohibit its staff from speaking to the public about its inner workings unless they're given explicit approval from their communications teams, both in the U.S. and in Japan. So as it turns out, even a handful of seemingly innocuous comments, uh, to be clear, he wasn't discussing anything uh, that you know would have been blocked by an NDA. He was more so giving his opinions yeah. on, on just things he's experienced while he was working there. Um, I spent that last week in a miserable place. Uh, once the podcast began getting coverage, Pranger said on Facebook, I was instantly uh, scared when a coworker poked, poked me and said, Hey, you're on go Nintendo. Suddenly article after article began appearing in game sites of all languages. Comment sections painted me as an idiot. And like my Twitter started, uh, and, and the like my Twitter started giving me hourly reminders from people meaning, uh, meaning well. And otherwise it seemed unthinkable that I'd be let go for a single moment of poor judgment, but uh, and my own misunderstandings, but here we are. So last Thursday, NeoGAF, uh, uh, a NeoGAF poster transcribed one particular section of Pranger's podcast comments that angered a few fans. Uh, he had poked fun at people uh, who say things like, why do you hate money, Nintendo, while asking the company to localize niche games, pointing out that games like Xenoblade don't often sell enough to justify expensive voice acting and other production costs. Um, you know, being quoted as saying, uh, we got it in the States by luck. He said that uh, that NOE decided... Uh, and we'll take the fall. We'll localize that. Okay, because someone is going to have to eat the cost somewhere because that game is guaranteed not to sell enough to justify how big that game is. Uh, it's not clear exactly which parts of the podcast led Nintendo to fire Pranger, and Pranger declined to comment when I reached or when he was reached out to this afternoon. Uh, but he didn't talk about any unannounced games or other game information that might be considered a trade secret to an outside observer. Um, Nintendo hasn't really, uh, responded to any of this stuff. You know, the only thing they, they did was give a stock canned, yeah. like, we don't talk to people about this they stuff. They won't say anything. Yeah. They yeah. shouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. I would have fired him. All right, so uh, this, what I learned from this is any Nintendo or any employee in a video game place want to get fired, come on down, we'll help you out. In any company. <laughs> yes. I mean, in any, in any, yeah. any industry. We'll help you right out, because uh, uh, part-time gamer is doing real good probably right about now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's probably true. He would have been fine the second he's, he like started it saying, like, I work for Nintendo. These are my opinions, and I'm not talking about anything cool, you know, like, but sure. like... When you come in as an employee of Nintendo, you are asking to be fired. Mm-hmm. You are Nintendo. I, yeah. I say things all the time yeah. from a marketing standpoint or from a corporate manager. I've never said the company I work for. Yeah. I would be fired, and I would expect to be fired. Sure. So you the, just can't the saddest, do that. single saddest part about this entire thing, though, was his closing statement on the the entire fiasco, which was. I look around my house and see images of my son and feel intense shame and crippling sadness, uh, Pranger wrote on Facebook. I know that if I can't find a job at least as good as this one, I won't be able to provide for my family, and I've lost them their health coverage and their security. I also know that I've probably lost a good deal of my friends just because I know how hard it can be to stay in touch with someone when the convenience of proximity is lost. I'm so sorry to everyone. I've failed you. You believed in me and supported me and trusted me, and I've failed you. I have failed me. Man, this is sad. It's not. Like... Just don't do a stupid thing. I understand that. No, he sounds like a great guy. But he doesn't sound like a... He made a bad judgment call. I'm of the opinion he made a bad judgment call. I I think Adam and I are... (laughs) This definitely goes under a life lesson there, buddy. Life lesson. Yeah, but but this is is not just a life lesson. This guy will probably never be able to work in video games. He's probably going to have to start his entire career over again. 
He's you old know? enough to make decisions as yeah. an adult and old I enough to worry. Sure, I understand that. That's true. I feel awful for this guy. It's a big enough company where you should know there's I'm not saying he didn't do a stupid thing, but I do feel bad for this guy. Yeah, I don't. You guys and your freaking feelings. Damn you and your feelings. Like He he got me at the part where he was talking about his family security. That's where he got me. Yeah, I got nothing there. See, now my stance is if you're so concerned about your family security, you shouldn't have done it in the first place. Be mindful of your actions and don't put those kinds of things in jeopardy. I think the smart thing would have been to check with your higher ups first That's to see if all it was you okay have to, do. to go. Or know? not say where you work. Just say, hey, I work for a video game company and yeah. here are some things, blah, 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 you know. What would it have hurt? Maybe your higher ups would have been like, yeah, say this, you know, promote this. Well, Who we're knows? talking about but Eastern culture. They would have said like, don't you dare, but yeah. <laughs> that's true. Very I'd like true. to point out the fact that this entire time I've watched Charlie just play Pong with Michelle and John. <laughs> <laughs> Head pong. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I, for the most part, because I, you know, I also work in a corporate environment and everything. Um, I'm, I'm in the middle between John, you know, you know, you know, the feels, the feels side, and then the corporate side, and and the goat side. You know, I, as far as as far as how I feel. Um, but I, I, I am closer to Michelle and go to 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 your side of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, like this, this was just an incredibly, uh, just. Uh, amateurs just just not just not thinking just just i can't even think of the right word it was rookie just, it was, mistake yeah, yeah, yeah it was it was it yeah. was like a new rookie mistake yeah. and like, it does suck for that guy and i'm sure if it was a different company in a different culture he probably would have just gotten like a pretty hefty write-up because he didn't say anything that he really shouldn't have said you know just sure, been like sure. don't do that again it sucks that it was just like terminated yeah. you know yeah. like that and that's yeah. hard but like don't do the dumb thing. The only yeah. thing I think that that bothers me, but that makes me that, that why I feel sad about it is not just for his family, but it's because a situation like this, a dude like this, who it'd be one thing if he just dismissed it and was like, "I didn't do anything wrong," but he seems genuinely remorseful mm-hmm. about it. What's sad about it to me is this That's guy true. is going to be a pariah in the gaming world. Yeah. Yeah. He he can't. Oh, he just blacklisted. Everybody himself. is yeah. going to yeah. separate themselves yeah. from him, and but he's going to have yeah. to start scratch. It's, and that sucks. At the same time, when you work in the and you, you quoted it in the article, the secretive treehouse. Yeah, yeah. that should yeah. be a red flag for you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Of all the companies work. you could have gone out there to talk yeah. anything about, Nintendo was probably the worst. Right, yeah. and if you're point. talking about a company that never talks, yeah. Like, yeah. You're asking for so much trouble. Yeah. I, I think that's where I'm at. It's like, I don't feel bad that he got fired from Nintendo. I do feel bad that he is now going to be blackballed from the industry yeah. because yeah. of it. That's, that's so. the, those are the parts that bother me. Yeah. His mistake was his mistake. but It's all right. He'll make apps. He'll be fine. Huh. <laughs> Maybe he'll make the next Flappy Bird. Yeah. All right. Well, as, uh, as varied and odd as this week's news roundup was, that's going to do it this week. So apparently, um, I came back at the opposite. Actually, let's get everybody up to speed. This is a cruel joke by my co-host. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm not coming in. I'm taking a week off, which none of the listeners know I'll die in this damn studio. <laughs> so damn. I'll never miss a day at work. So as re- retaliation, I think, for me joking with them that I was taking a week off, we're doing couples gaming. As the singlest guy in this room, this is going to be a weird battle. <laughs> now, okay, so so to be very clear, um, yes, this is absolutely retaliation, and um, yes, we <laughs> laughed no, about no, it. No, it wasn't. We actually had this planned before uh, before we before we knew that you were joking. But um, but no, you do have um, 
whether you whether you will admit it or not, um, we, we I can val I can verify that you do have coupley gaming experience in your past past. So um, we don't speak of those. Yes, past. Deep, so you have many past. personalities that act we don't as speak of those. No, days. I've dated women for a while, and I've just buried all them in my backyard with the memories. And we don't <laughs> speak of those days. Yes, uh, Megan, what what are some games that you that you and that you enjoy playing with John? My favorite is Killer Instinct. No wonder you're marrying her. Yeah, <laughs> he can marry you right? and keep you forever. <laughs> um, I don't Put know a ring on it. <laughs> I he did. did. Oh, right, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Two months um, reference. <laughs> no, I love playing Killer Instinct with him. Not only because I'm a competitive little brat, even though he can kick my ass, but he is very patient and will teach me how to play. There's that one day, though. You're waiting. Oh, when, once I could kick his ass mercilessly, out, just, I'm going yeah, to. You're just going to drop the remote and walk out of the room and be like, who's the bitch now? I'm going to start. <laughs> I'll be like, well, the thing is, is that mic drop. She had, she had no experience uh, before. No. Um, she had zero experience before no. uh, with, with Killer Instinct or fighting games. or and, and I taught her how to play. And she she got to be pretty good at it, you know, as somebody who's just learning. Because... We've talked about it on the show before. Fighting games are kind of prohibitive to people who don't play them often or who yeah. don't like them. Um, but they are a good, fun thing for couples to do together. Now, I have seen couples play fighting games together that uh, if if you if you beat up on your significant other too much in the game, like they get mad at you. I'm lucky. I don't have one of those. Like She'll find other no, ways I'm, to get I'm back at me. Playfully but she's very bratty. sweet about it. Yeah. That is lucky for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Charlie doesn't have one of those. Very lucky. <laughs> no, Very. I, I cry when John cries, okay? Like, Aww, Aww. That's so cute. That's true. I wonder oh, what that's rainbows like. and sunshine over here. Aww. Uh, I scream, I'll kill you, you rotten MFR. Die, you son of a bitch. Oh, no, and usually I, the windows are open, and then I'm afraid the neighbors are going to call I yell all those <laughs> things out, but then I'm like, I love you. But I oh. do, I do. I'm See, quite, I follow it up with I like a controller to the head. No, I am quite bratty and will giggle like an idiot. As like, haha, you know, I'm like maliciously giggling and like, I'm going to beat you, even though I know I won't. But can, we, can we trade? Because last only, time we played Mario Tennis with Michelle, me and John took cover and took the couch outside, hid yeah. for two hours. I did try to kill yeah, all yeah. three of you that day. I'm pretty That's sure. True. That's true. Yeah, I actually think that my I controller think there was a controller thrown. Yeah, yeah. It, it bounced three feet. Over I'm upset all that over. you know that. Yeah, this is why people think we don't. We have a projector. Because Charlie's like into technology. No, no. We have a projector because I can't tell you how many times my controller has bounced off that thing. And if it was a TV, it would have broken. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah. true. I threw my controller the day I played with Go and John and Charlie. I'm not, I'm not proud of that. No, li- literally did. I watched it bounce. Somehow bounced it off <laughs> and, of carpeting. And it was Mario Party, wasn't oh, it? I mean, it wasn't even like... Okay. But in my defense, Mario Party is a relationship ender. You do That's not true. play that game. It is a destroyer of friendships. God. Relationships. No, I'm pretty oh. sure that, because I love playing Mario Party, but we have like the older versions. We have the Wii um, that has like all the GameCube games on there right, and right. stuff. You know, the little library there. Yep. And I was beating John's ass and then he got all these fucking quote unquote bonus this stars at the end and I was like why oh. did you get these like, bonus what? stars I'm like you pulled them out your ass right it's like okay and so I'm winning and you can't just let me win and you need to give him this stupid shit and no and what's bad is that you're so 
happy. You're like, I have stars. I'm I have so stars. gonna win. And, and then this shit then, happens. And all of a sudden, they're like, you have the good spirit star. Right. I'm like, where did you even get and that? It's like, not a real star. This is video games. Fuck good spirit. I, I beat Mich- your ass. Michelle and I have, may have been holding grudges for a while. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the sound. Uh, what you're hearing live on the show is the sound of a bag of wet cats. Uh, <coughs> gentlemen, your move. <laughs> so, so Michelle, what games do you like playing with me? You guys have said more than once that you really enjoyed playing Rayman on, on Wii U together. Yeah, and then Rayman on Xbox together happened, and it wasn't pretty. Oh, that's true. Yeah, uh, I get... Okay, Rayman on Wii U together is actually pretty fabulous. The problem with it on Xbox is that, you know, he has to stop to con- he literally has to like stop and then control Murphy like Murphy while he's controlling himself and like stupid shit happens. I get really, really mad at him. But even with Rayman, like any game where one person can pull the other person off screen and kill them is just like you're literally trying to end a relationship because like <laughs> so it doesn't like, matter oh, what so- the first person is doing. Like I could be doing something so non like consequential that like. It doesn't matter, but like if I'm in the middle of something and then Charlie's like, I'm going to take two steps to the right and I die and I turn into a bubble and I have to come over to where you are. I'm like, first of all, I'm screaming sexism. (laughs) 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 And I just like I fill with rage and like it happens to him too. Like if I pull him, he gets really mad like that. Like it's like game companies are like. And then when you take two steps to the right, kill the other person. And let's see how many divorces we can make happen. (laughs) (laughs) Just this angry game, or like this angry developer not going, I'm divorced. The rest of the fucking planet's getting divorced. (laughs) Two steps to the right. Dolph's taking two steps to the right, like she did with that guy's bed. The new... The new Lego games are better because you don't share screen and you can't really you can't really pull people off the side. It kind of stops you until they catch up or whatever. So it's a little bit more relationship friendly, except for just to be clear, there are still no two player achievements. The the newest Lego Jurassic Park has fixed that. So I'm told I will wait. I'll hold my judgment until it happens to me. But apparently, you have to make sure that you're signed in on the world map, and your gamer tag appears below, like the player two, like your health bar up in the corner. Like your gamer tag needs to be there, and if it's there, then you get achievement. This is what even, I heard on the Major Nelson. Even podcast. stupid like Rayman on the Xbox, no two player achievements, yeah. and it's like we have learned. I carry Charlie and, and no, Rayman. It's, it's it. No, no, it, no. This is this is. I support Michelle's argument it's in this such entirely bullshit. because. There are things that there, there was like an achievement for like bouncing on five guys at the same time. She's the one that did it and it gave me the achievement. Sexism! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. Really yeah, proprietary but... achievements are, they need to get rid of them. There's two player games, two player co-op. It should be, how it's hard can so it be? It's so stupid. Like, to give both people the same thing. It's, it's yeah. just like an extra line of code again. Yeah. <laughs> then maybe underestimating it, but the point, I don't the think point it stands. is. There's other games that have done it. Just borrow what they did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Megan and I have, have played a bunch of different types of games together too. Um, uh, she she likes to play. She likes to watch people play games. Often. I love, me too. I love watching games. I used to play a lot of video games to kind of preface this to give an idea of my video game journey. Your lineage. My lineage here. Lineage. I used to play video games 
nonstop. What kind of game? Then I mean everything. It was from sports to first person shooters to I loved Lord of the Rings. That Ooh. was great. I used to play co-op you with go, my girl. brother. It was it was just great. Like but then I I moved out on my own because I thought, oh that's awesome. And in order to move out on my own, I had to work two jobs <laughs> and work ninety hour weeks. So I am to a lot of popular titles. I'm a video game virgin. Yeah, I, I've, I've never had played to Bioshock. Her. I've never played Bioshock. Um, John just started me on. Well, not just started me, but on Mass Effect. Mass Effect. We're playing. I mean, that there together. are major titles that I have never played. So maybe this could be another, another you know, podcast in the future. Titles that you should play because if you're, maybe if you're I will go gaming, through this journey okay. and play it and, and give my well like. I find that if you have a, a game with a strong enough narrative and you're playing as as a couple, it, it, depending on who wants to play, or you can even hand the controller back and forth, it's usually not bad. It's like it's like sitting down to watch a movie together with something like Mass Effect. Or I started her with Uncharted mm-hmm. uh, with your boyfriend Drake. Michelle Girl. Michelle likes Drake. Right. Um, <laughs> so I uh, you know we started. There's on a that. Drake pony. There's a Drake pony. Somebody, somebody oh, really? did fan art of Uncharted as ponies. Oh, nice. I see, I see. Um, but, but what else? What else do we uh, we've been playing together? We also play... Uh, we played through the first Portal together, and we started Portal 2. You can play this so two fun. people. So no, fun. no, we just... We play... I let oh, her... You guys, like, I, I, I had her figure out... Excuse you know, me. ...the controls. You and can't then, play first person. See, but here's the thing that was really hard you with that. over here? What? He relinquishes his controller. I would absolutely do that for you, but you can't play first-person games. You get see, you get you get motion sick. See, it's here's true. the thing though: he had me play Portal on PC, and I was like, "What that buttons was a very, do very I press on the keyboard?" I was like, her. "I do what?" But by the end of it, she got better with it. I, I got okay. it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, but I want it. Part of the excitement of Portal is is figuring those puzzles out for yourself. And I played them enough times that I don't even have to think to do them anymore. Yeah. So just, it got to a point yeah. where I had him do the controls and I told him what to do. <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah, for the do harder this, puzzles, shoot it there. She told me, and he to go. just awesome. did it. And how yeah. was that for your relationship? It was fantastic. Man, it was. I just think so much nicer I think than we I. also drank wine. We did have some wine. Uh, we drank wine, okay. and we, okay. we yeah. made a wonderful night of it. I yeah. think. Two-player gaming is two things. I think it's, like, local co-op, but I also think it's, like, watching. Like, there are so many games that I just like to watch Charlie play or Mm -hmm. that Charlie will, like, watch me play. And some of the games, like... I Well, I really like Grand Theft Auto and, like... But um, I I actually... didn't really get into Ori because it's too much of like the feels and, like, whatever that... (laughs) It's all, like, emotional and that shit for me. But, like... um, there have been a couple of games that I've watched Charlie play. Oh, what was uh, what's the new Arkham called? Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight is literally like watching a, a superhero movie. Yeah, yeah. so I like it was I'm to watch. totally I'm like every we come home and Charlie be like okay like you know what are we gonna do now? It's like five o'clock. And we have like our whole night ahead of us. Like what are you gonna do? And I was like, well, our we're playing Arkham. Like I just I need to know what happens next. Like, like yeah, the next thing we do. Yeah, that was like watching a movie. It was so cool. I there, loved. 
I mean, he got through that so fast because I just wanted to sit and watch it. Here's the only rough part about that from a gamer's standpoint is that Michelle, because because she gets up so early every day, like she goes to bed really early. And so whenever she falls asleep, I have to stop playing. (laughs) See, we have this problem with Mass Effect because she'll say, put on Mass Effect. I want to watch Mass Effect. No. She gets relaxed and no, like the no, way no, you no, do no, when no. you're on the couch watching a movie no, and she passes the, thing, the fuck out. Here's the thing, though. The it's way, taken us a year and a half to finish Mass Event. The way we had it set up, okay? You have to keep in mind, new parents here. I'm up all night. So, we started it before no, we were parents. The way... We started it before we were pregnant. It's getting dirty. No, we it's did get, not. It's getting dirty. We did not on start the right it side of the before room. we were pregnant, okay? But here's I the I believe thing. Megan. Our Xbox 360... Like, Xbox One is in the living room, so you could sit up and watch it. The Xbox 360 uh, was in the bedroom, okay, so that's we had not to fair. lay down in that's bed. That's a trap. You're that's asking a trap. her to fall asleep. So it was like, I would, I would start watching it. I'd be like, oh, that's awesome. Half hour in. I was out. <laughs> but it was, it was okay. only in the bedroom for Netflix, and we got a Roku in there, so I moved it to the living room, so we're safe now. Let's okay. talk about Mass Effect. I really like watching that game. Charlie built his character to look like me. I do that in many ways. And you then tend to do. she started like banging blue alien chicks, and it was like way <laughs> well too. Done, I just sir. like could, I was like, it's like me, and I'm watching myself have sex with this blue alien, and I'm not <laughs> sure how I feel about this. And Charlie's like right there, and I just it was like so many things happening in my world. I just girl, go do with it. To be fair, go with it. It was too much. It's a compliment your man made you. To be fair, you know she's asexual, so. Yeah, it was real weird. Yeah. No, that and then what you weird. have is to see this is a ploy because you're sitting here shrugging and, and squinting at the screen going, is that me? And whichever character it was. And you got, you look to your right and there's Charlie going, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at what you're doing <laughs> on the screen. You want to do nudge. that now? <laughs> I'm on to you fucking Charlie. I know what you're doing. I uh, will neither confirm or deny that. We also <laughs> played through Valiant Hearts together too. That, Ooh, oh. You that? Yeah, that was the the Ubi Art um, side scrolly uh, World, World War, War II game. That World was War an awesome game. World War One, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and I it tugged, that game. it tugged at the heart heartstrings. I didn't uh, think it was going to the way it started, but at the end of it, I was I, I a weenie. Be, I beat that one very quickly. I beat that in like a week, so you may not remember that one. I didn't. That, that one didn't take a lot of time. Goat, you got some feels out of that and one. You're didn't uh, you? both welcome for that recommendation. Yeah, that was that was. It was a great game. Not that it took one because it's Ubiart and I would have played it anyways. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I realized that with you. You're oh, like, come on. Bought. Give, give Goat oh, wait, some what was credit. The game I, bought? <laughs> yeah. I, I do have to say that like there is a point when you come to the relationship in your relationship where you take on two player gaming and if you can survive it, that's really how you know like, okay, this is going to make this it. This is because, what I like, said. I said this in response to somebody else's comment in the Players Club. Somebody mentioned like, uh, um, I'll, I'll get to his, re- I'll read his response in context later, but uh, Adam McCrimmon from uh, the What the Grok podcast responded to our mailbag question and, and said like, I absolutely do not play like side-scrolling games because we just bounce off each other. And then there were a couple comments in and then I responded, but I think you guys are all looking at this the wrong way because Michelle and I, my, the way I look at it, we completed... Uh, uh, new Mar Brothers U together. Nope. Yeah. We and don't say those words in it, front of each no, other. No, but this is my this is my point. The yeah. fact that we survived that means we can survive anything. Yeah, no. Once you survive some of those side scroller games together, like you're like, hey, like we're good. Yeah. Think, like we the can world can rain down on us, and like we're solid because like we got through this shit. Like that last motherfucking star in whatever that damn Mario game. I literally was like, 
this is when we get divorced. <laughs> like it was. This, <laughs> this is the moment that broke our did relationship. You, did you have a tick after a while? It Your was. Eye was twitching, so, you know? I mean, like I threw shit at Charlie. Like we screamed. I normally it's like I scream at Charlie, and Charlie the pacifist is just like. I know, honey, and I'm really sorry, but like tomorrow's <laughs> another day, and like <laughs> right we on. love each other so much, and I'm like, fuck you, I'm going to bed, you stupid son of a bitch, you stay on the no. couch. No, I'm like, thanks, Charlie. Nintendo. I'm, I'm like Charlie. I'm like, go ahead. Yeah, no. I'm like you've had a rough day. You should <laughs> play like, your game. You know. <laughs> we got to this one Mario game. I don't even remember what the hell it was. But like we, it was like this star world or, and it was the worst shit of my life. And I was screaming like, I fucking hate you. And he was like, I fucking hate you more. Like, why can't you just do the damn slide? And I'm like, why can't you motherfucking stand still? I'm like, sometimes when we touch, <laughs> the honesty's too much. What was that game? Um, I don't, I mean, like there were, there've been several that it have been was, like that. There was the end of Mario Galaxy too, even though the two player side of it was just like you collecting the stars that, you know, that one took, took, a, took us oh, together like 80 so lives bad. to beat. Um, God, there's been a couple. I don't remember and which Donkey one Donkey Kong, honestly. And we Tropical like made it, fucking freeze through that we game. We made it through some tough two-player games together, but that Donkey Kong <laughs> tropical bullshit. We don't tropical play, bullshit. We don't play it anymore. Yeah, no, wonderful we, title. We, oh, has that we been, didn't has even make it. We didn't even make it halfway through, did we? I don't remember. No, Not we... <laughs> We had to but be like halfway ish. We had like to like have a conversation on the couch and be like, we don't do this anymore. Nope, <laughs> we don't do this anymore. And neither of us just, what game should we play? Well, what are we halfway through? Well, there's Lego and like no one speaks of Donkey Kong. But it was a really dark time in so our life. So it's been Black Shelf. Yeah. Uh, Basically. That yeah. game is such bullshit. I don't think Megan and I have should, one of those. Should John and I try that title? Like, you are more than welcome to borrow it and never give it back. See? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like handing us the video game Necronomicon. See, oh, no, it's, actually, it's like the ring no, tape. Just take it. The, there you go. I think it's like the first world. You're like, all right, we got this. And then the second world happens, and you're like, Arr. and then the third world happens, and you're like, you're not doing this right. No, this relationship God. is just not working oh, out. Yeah, and I'm like, why can't you ride a motherfucking rhinoceros? <laughs> See, I no. wouldn't have married you if I knew you could ride a motherfucking rhinoceros. As a monkey. See, no. Interesting. I think the most odd or unnatural video game we have come to playing together um because i am i'm gonna like duck as i say this i am not a scary movie buff at all i'm the biggest weenie i am the type yeah, person she I'm is terrifying. I'm, the type, I'm the type person who is a writer mm-hmm. so my imagination it does not stop when the movie stops no oh yeah i she, will see it everywhere i will freak out I love i'm like oh movies. my god can't john, get her to watch them with me. john has been raised on them <laughs> Yeah. Forget so, it. I'm with wait, Megan on this one. What was the zombie game we played? Oh well, see that was it wasn't what, even that scary. She was. Uh, well, first of all, okay. Anybody who who doesn't play first person shooters often, if you don't it, like Michelle, if you're not if you're not prone to motion sickness from them, then the next hurdle you have to deal with in, in first person shooters is you know twitch controls. You, no, it, was, if why you're the not, hell is one going left and right? Well, and one but going the point is, is, I'm like, it's hard enough if you're scared of something in a game to react appropriately to it or in in a manner that you can defend yourself uh-huh. against it in the game. It's another thing when you're dealing with that versus I'm not comfortable with or good enough or have enough experience with first person shooting controls to defend myself properly. So when we started playing Left for Dead, it started out as being 
uh, I can't fucking hit anything because they're terrifying and I'm just like shooting it in any direction randomly. Then yeah, it turned I think into, I had one of those like screamer things running at me and I think I was shooting the ceiling. It's, I was <laughs> like, what the, what the fuck it was the, It was the witch. It was, ter- yeah. she was terrified of witches and hunters. But and the thing then is, is, I jumped up on top of some barrel thing and I was high up where nothing can get me and then I could shoot that. Yeah, but what happened is is we only played through the first uh, four out of five chapters of the first section of the original Left 4 Dead. <laughs> and at the beginning of the first chapter, I was just like, oh my God, you, you shot the car alarm. It's off. And we're, oh no. I but by, by the, the time by the time we got to the fourth chapter, she was fine. She you was playing well. She was defending now, herself. She understood it. She got it. And they didn't seem so scary to her because she could defend herself properly. And she was like, all right, I've got this. Made it this. through the first chapter. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, let's play the second And I was like, "Oh, I'm busy." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So oh, I it, got something to do. We'll, she we'll is do terrified of Alien Isolation, by the way. Oh my well. god, that thing is such a thrilling game for people who have not played it. It is amazing. That it was is, an interesting couple game because you get to react and like poke fun. I'm and, sitting like, on the couch trying not to like giggle and squirm and be like oh my god michelle for your reference this oh. is a game where if you have a connect hooked up to your xbox like if you're hiding from this alien in your room just in general if you're making noise the alien will hear like know where your character is your hair squeaks if the baby cries if you sneeze we were i think i mentioned it on one of the episodes mm-hmm. of the show the week that it happened but i megan was watching me play it and i'm dead quiet i'm holding my breath because this thing is coming it's a it walks past goes around the corner just outside of our window in the condo complex that we live in, a transformer explodes. <laughs> the goddamn alien rushes in, yanks me out of the locker, and eats my face. Yeah, that's all it took. <laughs> so well, that's all it took. It's that sensitive. Charlie will play a game that thrilling. I like, and then when I fall asleep, he'll switch to like. So like he was playing Arkham, and then I would fall asleep, and he'd switch to something else. And like he'll switch to Walking Dead because he really likes that game. And I will instantly wake up and be like terrified, and like. <laughs> What the hell is wrong with you? All the zombie dreams for the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> I like, like he turns it on. It's like thirty seconds, and I'm sitting up straight, and I was like, "Die, die, you son of a bitch, die." Nice. See, luckily I'm sure. a sound sleeper. <laughs> yeah, so yeah she there's, like a brick. there's no zombie dreams. I have found that in the world of couple gaming as well, and and I'll mention this because we've had a bunch of you that listen to the show ask us and at various intervals to try and include um, like tabletop gaming or mm-hmm. like board games. Megan and I will play a lot of two-player like tabletop or board games together. We've played, yeah, we we played King of too. Tokyo together. Those are great games to play. As a Boss Monster. Boss Monster, which is a lot of fun and very video game-centric for Just being a tabletop game. Just picked up game. that game. It is great. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, so we, uh, yeah, that's the way to go, for we, sure. We, we definitely want to get into more of that. Um, yeah. Do we? You do. <laughs> you do. You do. It's good. I, it's not Mario Galaxy. Don't we worry. Really like or Donkey Kong. Against Humanity and um, Kabuto. You liked Munchkin for like the half second you played it. Uh, I liked Munchkin until the taco bar happened. Cards against humanity. So you got distracted. <laughs> uh, we just um, got... Um, exploding kittens. Exploding kittens. We haven't played, it, haven't yet. played it yet. Either. Yeah. But we were at a brewery and some people were playing and it seemed pretty awesome. So, um, so Goat, you've been quiet. Um, so in your, uh, in, your, in your past lives... You used to um, play Mario Kart all the time, didn't you? That's a good couple uh, game too. Yeah. I've played How Mario do you Kart. play that as a couple? Is that a good couple game? 
I don't it think it is. It's a great couple it's, game. It's yeah. competitive without being violent. Is it competitive? Okay. It is. You're going to have to come over <laughs> here and I teach I threw the red shell at yeah. you, you know, or the blue one that You're blows you up. You're going to have to come over and teach me how to be competitive without being violent. Because when, like, the red gel gets thrown at me, I throw, like, l- real live shit back. <laughs> <laughs> like monkey poop. <laughs> monkey poop. Um, no, we, it's possible. It is, is it? possible. Do not lose faith. It's possible. Megan's going to teach me. She's going to teach me her Zen ways. I'm going, I'm going to try. <laughs> Just Good luck try. in a dream. Treat me like your son and it'll probably work out. She'll pee on your bed. And then I will stand naked with my pot belly and pee on your comforter. <laughs> oh, dear God. I, Charlie, I'm sorry. I guess I'm going to get to this know your wife really well. This is the greatest episode we've ever recorded. I'm going to get to know her really well. This podcast went to a strange place. Don't pretend. That's true. I'm trying to fake it for the listeners. I may, um, I may be baiting these responses just to get revenge on you two. He's back. <sighs> this has backfired. Um, <laughs> There's like 300 ponies in our bedroom. Like nothing is. Sh- a peanut on the bed is nothing. There's not 300. There's 187. Uh, that's not true. Did you count the little ones? Yes. The teeny tiny. I made up that number. I don't know how many there are. There's 300. I saw some ponies at Build a Bear that I wanted to buy you. (laughs) They have Build a Bear ponies. Build a Bear. Oh no! Okay, let me explain to you. Pony in front, bear in back. If a pony has real hair, it is a toy. If it has hard plastic hair that is built into the body, it's an action figure. It is an adult man's collectible. That is the difference. Is that the standard? But what if it that is like standard cushion hair, not loose hair? No, no. What if it's like plush all over? No, no. Not loose hair. I'm, no, I, no. What I, does that fall under? I'm, I'm not interested in collecting brushables. Is, is it has to be okay. plastic. But it's right. not brushable. It doesn't have loose hair. It's all um, one cohesive mass. Are you talking about Build-A-Bear? Yeah. I'm yeah. also not really interested in the plushies. No. You don't want it on your bed as like a pillow? Mm-hmm. Stop it. What? Wait. Wait. You want it? Hold I on. gave you the margarita with a bendy straw. <laughs> she, she gave me a lot of margaritas with a bendy straw. This is what you get for over margaritas. Damn it. <laughs> um, to be specific, it was how many ounces? No, don't. <laughs> that's a no. guess. That's, that's a guess. Oh, God. <laughs> you just drank a growler margarita. Um, <laughs> okay. Re- recovering from the derailment. Um, go, are there any other games that you enjoy playing or do you think are they you think are good or bad games, for couples to play? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, in my past lives, I've done Lego, I've done Mario. Parties, oh yeah, Lego, done, and you yeah. always play as P two, yeah? yeah. When you did Lego, yeah. and you never Lego got the achievement. Nor did I care. And that didn't um, bug you. No. Tell me why. I tell me why. Because my gamer score just destroyed hers. <laughs> <sighs> That's unfair. <laughs> Mike, eh? You got ten thousand. Big shit, whatever. I'll play a real game and get more. He's like, more. I'll help you out. <laughs> you know what? I actually, you, you've, you've, you've given me a new viewpoint, Goat. That's a really yeah, good point. Put her as player one and then have her I will do that. One. I will do that. Because you can play no Hannah point. Montana and get 800 points without me. Why do you got to bring that I'm up? I'm just always going to go to that. <laughs> I'm still stuck on Boogie Bunnies. That's her. No, That's that all me. her. That's all her. <laughs> that Boogie Bunnies is my life. <laughs> What is Boogie, Boogie Bunnies? Bunnies? Oh, Jesus. What is See, now this? I'm myself. Okay. Is it, it was... like Raymond Raving Rabbit? No, no, no. It's before Xbox One. Okay. No, it's 360. Yeah. Xbox 360. And so there are like all these little bunnies in different colors, and then you have one bunny, and he's a color, and you shoot him at like you shoot his the matching. Kind of like you push him, you nudge oh. him um, at his matching colors, and then they disappear, and you get more, but they wear tiki masks. 
masks and like cold weather outfits. It's basically Dr. Mario mechanics. Oh um, God, except you can so shoot. So much fun. You, you can go around and you can shoot on the sides of the board instead of just straight on. I literally have never made it past the beach. I've played that game for seven years and I have never made it past the beach, which is like level three. Someday I aspire to make it past the beach. Gotta have goals. It's the new Peggle too. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I beat Peggle 2 I know. You beat the crap out of Peggle 2 yes. um, Another game that Michelle and I really like to play together Is Puppeteer yeah, to bring that up, oh, right Puppeteer was that. really fun yeah. Yeah. The problem with Puppeteer was that Like Every time he moved it would pull my controller And it was just it wasn't oh, like yeah, no, it this, wasn't this like it didn't make us fight. It was like more game tether. mechanics. It was just really yeah, well, stupid that like if I was in the middle of something and he like just like moved slightly, it would pull my thing and then I couldn't do what I was supposed to do for him. So that yeah, was so, so the, the way the game is designed is if you're playing as one player, though. there's there's you're playing as the um the 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 the, the Karuto, Karuto, whatever his name was. Um, and the then puppet. you've got yeah the, the the puppet guy, and then you've got this little fairy that's like helping you out. And so in second in two I player was the mode, Michelle, you, know, you know the second player plays as the fairy. Um, but so in one player mode, when you move, the fairy just moves around you, and then you you can control. I think the fairy with like the right thumbstick. Um, and so it's designed so that as you move around, the fairy then moves with you. Um, they did not turn that off when you go into two-player mode. Oh. And so when you're standing still and, Michelle, and Michelle's controlling things, her controller takes precedence. But if she, like, lets go of the thumbstick to move around and then I move, it moves her too. And oh, so, weird. yeah, it, it, it was it was. So they just kind of slapped on the player two thing, like, probably like... Hey, yeah, we could do this. So if we're both pressing our sticks yeah. in, in whatever direction, hers does take precedence. Come on, but um, <laughs> as soon as she, as soon as her stick goes idle, then if I'm moving idle my stick, yeah. if I'm waggling my stick back and forth, waggling, and you're and, just baiting us now. I I have I have an interesting couple suggestion for a game, um, especially I mean like it's on multiple platforms. It just came out on Xbox One this past week, actually. Um, Brothers, mm. no. You can play I that game. I hate that motherfucking you game. You can play that game with a single controller, mm-hmm. and yes. each person using one. We tried. We tried. No, no. I I suggest that we both Twitch couples playing from our personal accounts. Stop it. I think Charlie and Michelle need to Twitch and see, you know, and show everyone how they play. And John and I can. You just Twitch want the world to know what I am. <laughs> <laughs> You've gone and said it on this episode. <laughs> oh, God. I hate that game. We tried that game. <laughs> I love that game. I love oh, that game. I'm going to redownload it, actually, for one. That game has too much story for me, and it was just, oh, God. And I, nope. That's true. We like, Mich- Michelle has zero interest in stories and games. Uh-uh. I was like, going to kill things and kick them and make them bleed. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. That's and amazing. then when there's, like, love and, like, Oh God! Dialogue. She hates dialogue. She gets up and leaves. She's like, "Tell me when the stupid cutscene's over." (laughs) I do. Wow. Or I like play a different game on my iPad, and I'm like, "Tell me when it's over." I can't. It's so bad. I just. And then when we had to share a controller, it wasn't good for us. (laughs) It wasn't good for me. So the perfect worldly game is a beautiful. Beautiful, richly made story, right? And Michelle gets a thousand gamer score for making it through each cutscene. <laughs> there you go. Oh God, incentive. Sounds we made reasonable. it through like a couple, and I was of brothers, and I was like, I will, I will love never play this game again. I love the fact that the achievements in that game are so like way off base in the story that you're like, whoa, what yeah. the fuck? Oh, that's an achievement. What, what else did I miss? I think my favorite couples game ever was Splosion Man. 
Oh, and, and Miss Explosion Man? Yeah. The those were fun. Yeah. Uh, those, those I, are I need the, them to make another one of those. Those are so much you fun. You can't really get mad because like one person has to do their thing and then you like, okay, I'm going to jump up and get to this point and now you jump up and get to that point and it just... It works very well together. Well, and you can't really get mad either because if you do get mad, you just self-destruct. Yeah, yeah. you just yeah. blow up. And that game was so much fun. Those, I think, are the best. Some of the best co-op games is the ones where you kind of have to... It's not just you both making it through like the same level. Like There's so many parts in that game where like we have to take separate paths. And we have to like do something to like so that you know player one has to like perform some action so that player two can progress and then player two has to do mm-hmm. something so then player one can go farther and it's literally like almost like you're 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 really helping each other get through the game and you're a cartoon flaming man who turns scientists into steaks and yep. there's a donut song so really it sounds it's, it's, it's on my emotional level <laughs> you, you get know. to sing the donut song the donut song is amazing sometimes I sing it at work when donuts uh, come in. Megan and I have played I Connect Sports Rivals right together. That's a good game oh. to play as a couple. Cool. What yeah. game? Connect Sports Rivals. Well, do we play that? No, we no no. It's a Connect. Game. Oh, because you it's don't a, it's play sports game games. To play together, and then um. Whoa! I don't think that's it. I think that was a cop out. He doesn't play sports games. It's rivals. Why would he ever play a game with you and rivals? Because Die. I, I would win. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. Because, <laughs> because this would... is why I am how I am. <laughs> Because it would help his lady up her gamer score. Yeah. That's no, why. That's, I have that kind that's of your fiance, not my husband. <laughs> yeah, but let's be honest. You're, you'd be player two. You wouldn't get any points. <gasps> oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> I have okay. nothing to do with that. Charlie, you're just You're lucky. Chart. I just got really distracted because Goat has glitter on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really wondering how you... Literally distracted by shiny things. Wow. I think we've reached that point in the podcast, Gone for two months, and he has a new style. (laughs) No, it's probably just stripper residue. (laughs) Oh, You do smell like vanilla. And shame. (laughs) A lot of shame. (laughs) You you smell like father's tears. All right. (laughs) Okay. Hold on, hold on. I do know a couple's game you can't play. Go to the strip club. Not a good one for the couples. (laughs) We tried that one, too. Is Um, that GTA 5? I don't know. I don't know. Michelle yeah. hates us playing. I mean, the three of us playing. You want an anti-couples game. The three of us playing GTA 5 with her sleeping next to Charlie goes swimming. <laughs> that pissed me off real hard. I woke up at 2 a.m. and was like, fuck all of you. I was really mad that day. I remember Goat saying her John. Why are you so mad? I remember because I was talking and I woke her up. I remember the you were heckling. Oh yeah, yeah. I was. I had to get up at I had to get up at like four thirty in the morning to work out before I went to work, and I was really pissed about having to run like four miles and like the trail with the mosquitoes. (laughs) At two a.m., I was awoken by Charlie like, "Ah, "This is so funny!" And then I don't remember it was Goat or John being like, "Where's Michelle?" And I was like, "Die." Yeah, amazing. And that's when Charlie's live feed went out. No, no, that's yeah. When he was like, "I, uh, I gotta go, guys." Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, "Ooh." What did we learn know. about couples gaming today? What, so yeah, what 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 are our takeaways? Well, we learned here? that um, in this relationship. Well, but but the two <laughs> there's two, two contrasting dynamics. dynamics. We, that's we, right. Yeah. We learned that we're really passive. Yeah. <laughs> that and over Michelle will here, kill people. It's like a really great way to like <laughs> get along and to do get things. along and develop your bond and learn how each person does great things and to pass a controller back and forth when a you get to that person's strength. Of fun competition. Yeah. <laughs> and on this side of the room. Charlie does what he's told. One person cries at cutscenes while the other person throws shit and stomps out of the room. 
It that's accurate. <laughs> So it depends on the couple. Tread lightly. Well, that's the thing is, is that uh, any one of these games, even the passive ones, results may vary. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think a really good two-player game, though, like, I think that's part of the fun of it. When you're like, God, what the fuck? No, like, it's that's hilarious. Like, it's absolutely that's some of the fun of, both, of it. I think for a perfect two-player yeah. game, you need a little bit of aggression where you're like, I'm going to hurt you if you don't do your job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but make no mistake, though. You need the, the, the co-op We need, like, the factor, medium like, between <laughs> It was explosion. The explosion series. Explosion the, series was yeah. the medium. Make no those, mistake, yeah. though. Charlie is competitive. When we were doing our our live stream of iDarb months back, oh, which, you're talking about you maniacal check winning out. Charlie. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Well, when Charlie started losing, his last ditch effort was to torpedo. I mean, literally torpedo all of us. Yes. He he threw his body. Stiff. Right. He looked like one of those fish that jumps his out inner, of the water. His inner Michelle came out there. Yeah, and he torpedoed into us and and literally like knocked us over and like we couldn't play well. And he was just like, if uh, if I Victory can't win, you know, nobody. Idarb brings out a very dark part of a person's soul. Charlie <laughs> like, tried to play Idarb with me. He was like, "Let's play this game," and I made it about thirty seconds. And I was like, "We're not gonna, we're not gonna play this anymore." Yeah, put and that he put was, that on the shelf next to Donkey I Kong. Think he <laughs> was I, like, "No, it's so fun." And I was, and he had won twice, and I was like, "No, this isn't good for us." <laughs> I, I think I went crazy a little bit, and then tried to bump the controller out of John's hand. She did. It's probably the most uh, um, aggressive I've ever seen her. She was just like. Slap, slap. Yeah. So I guess the takeaway here is uh, try everything and figure out what works in your particular relationship. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and also let the Wookiee win. Who the and fuck's the Wookiee? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. And uh, so, so after all of that, let's see what you guys had to say about couples gaming. So first of all, for a follow-up, um, as promised, we posted the, uh, with, without any description whatsoever, we posted a picture of this new video game controller ring um, in both the Players Club Facebook group and on our page. And here are some, here are some of the uh, responses. We asked, without context, what do you think this is? Um, Elias Maldonado says, a giant mood ring or VR glasses. Uh, Amir Hamza <laughs> says, likely going to be useless. I think he might know he what it is actually correct. is. Um, Aaron Rawson says, ankle monitor. Uh, Danny Waskow says, the next frontier of VR porn. <laughs> so uh, there's that. Uh, Mike Wickham says a new wrist game controller. Close. Um, Danny Meckler says that's a vibrating cock ring for sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Chris Faber thought it was a smart ring. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, Danny Waskow says uh, in response to Chris, uh, it is a ring, a ring to make your phallus smarter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, ask, and then a uh, further conversation about um, whether or not it, it tracks calories burned and other things. And I think they're talking about different things there. Uh, let's see. And um, that was all in the Players Club and on the uh, on our Gamerhead Radio page. Um, uh, Robert Lutter thinks it's a motion controller. Uh, and Matt Elfring with the win comes in and says, cock ring. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Dan Halaki says, um, with I think my favorite comment, uh, Leisure Suit Larry just got interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and so, it becomes a uh, uh, more of a Wii game. Ha! <laughs> ha! <laughs> oh, Wii game. Oh, man. Uh, that's sad. That's, Hits that's keep on coming. Expected. <laughs> um, so, so that's pretty much as we expected. Um, Thank you, listeners, for being our listeners. <laughs> All right, and so uh, before we get into the rest of the uh, the uh, the responses, uh, let's check in with our goat remote and let's let's see how goat's doing. Goat, how you doing? Uh, I'm coming in from the studio today. It's been a wait. What the hell are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so goat's doing great, excellent. Uh, okay, so our mailbag question for the week was: What are some games that you think are great or horrible to play with your significant other? 
Uh, Dash Laramie says, my girlfriend and I play Borderlands and Dead Space together. Those are super fun to do co-op. I actually didn't know Dead Space had co-op, so that that's good to know. It doesn't, but I think I think perhaps... Oh, maybe know, they just like share yeah, or like play together. Got it, got it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Danny Meckler responds and says, uh, somehow after playing Mario Party with Missy, we are still happily together. Mario Party is known for destroying friendships, relationships, bonds with children, national peace treaties, and more. But Missy and I are still solid. We'll also, st- we'll also play new Super Mario Brothers together, and I've perfected the oh shit I'm falling down a hole but I'll press A to pop into a bubble quickly technique uh, it's really helpful that way when her and I started dating we were both trying to see who could fi- who could beat Final Fantasy 4 on DS the fastest it lasted longer than I expected we both got stuck on the airship and gave up mm. um, he goes on to say now a majority of our gaming together consists of me wrangling a dope laser flip backside nose blunt down a bubble ledge in Skate 3 I had to practice saying that before the show just to be clear <laughs> uh, because those aren't real words um, <laughs> and, uh, and her watching Teen Mom on the iPad. Ew. That's familiar. Um, I do have to give Missy a lot of... I don't of watch Teen Mom. You watch that dance show. It's close enough. That's dance moms. <laughs> Those it's, women are it's... fully grown and they're not teenagers. They are crazy. They have the mentality of teenagers. Mom, though. mom, what are you um, all, uh, I, do, I do give Missy a lot of credit, though. Danny continues. Uh, she played Candy Crush for years and got up to the high 400 levels, all without ever spending any money. There were times where I'd come home from her to just say, don't talk to me right now. This level's being a little bitch, and I only have six more moves. Oh, come on! Fuck you, Candy Crush! You can fucking die in a swimming pool full of razor blades and vinegar, you piece of shit ass fucker! So, um... Wow. Yeah. Uh, I kind of know what that's like. Uh, Dan Purcell says, uh, Portal can be best or worst. Uh, Pokemon and Animal Crossing are great ones to connect with. Uh, Dan Lockie says, Mario Party, any of them, just have your lawyer on speed dial. Um, edit this. Uh, and he goes on to say, uh, this fits. Bo- uh, this game is both uh, great and horrible. It just depends on who's winning. Um, hus- husband slash boyfriend winning equals horrible choice. Wife slash girlfriend equals great choice. On the husband's part to willingly lose. Dan, that was unintentionally sexist. You should reward that. Um <laughs> I'm glad you did that for me. You're welcome. Uh, Adam McCrimmon says, Great, Diablo 3, horrible, anything side-scrolling because we always kill each other, which is the comment I referred to earlier um, uh, where we went on to then talk about how beating difficult side-scrolling games together can be good relationship affirmers. Uh, Tom Lincoln says, My wife and I met at a Smash Brothers tournament. Always a good time. Always about agreed about side-scrollers. I love them, but we always kill each other. Um, Chris Faber says Rayman always ends up in some weird mix between shouting at each other and laughing so hard that we can't see the screen through the tears on our eyes. Also Lego games. Uh, Autumn Mitchell says Soul Calibur and Street Fighter are ones that I love, but the husband doesn't because I always kick his ass in them. Not my <laughs> fault. He sucks at them. Pow, boom, splat. Uh, so fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I got a bunch of responses as well. Uh, Linda Vries said Beyond Two Souls has a co-op mode that is a lot of fun. I don't play co-op often enough, though I'm more of a single-player RP kind of person. Uh, Dave McAllister said Left 4 Dead is great is, is a great one with my girlfriend. Super Smash Brothers just leads to in-real-life fights, though, uh, which I know some people who've been heated over that. Uh, uh, Mr. Matt Elfring, former CEO of Activision, said, <laughs> uh, Every game, my wife doesn't like games. <laughs> Can't Aww. tell if serious. No, he's serious. Uh, so I, I responded by asking, not even bump and jump? Uh, and he said, actually, she didn't mind watching me and the guys uh, guys watch Adventures of Lolo 2 for NES on Friday night. And also, strangely, I don't have bump and jump for NES. Blasphemy. That's we need to get him a copy of that. blows my mind a little bit. We had Last a copy. time I was on eBay, I could have bought that or Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, and I sprang for Mike Tyson instead. Um, so, uh, Sean Keita says, lately me and my significant other have been playing Splatoon and Battle Block Theater. 
it's always fun to have that mix of competitive and co-op when we play. Uh, Matari Burnett says, uh, Portal 2 and Borderlands 2 will always be my wife and I's favorite co-op games. The worst would be any kind of Mario platforming game where you can bump into each other, constantly causing unnecessary deaths. Uh, and then uh, Lynn DeVries, a previous comment earlier, chimed in on that by saying, unless you have a good sense of humor, me and my girlfriend do that, and it's hilarious, we giggle at the deaths, which is, again, contrast of the way people can do it. You know, Some people get mad about it, some people laugh about it, it just depends. Uh, Mr. Carlton said, uh, Bible Black, the unbigoning. I have no idea what the fuck that is. Um, Jason Paskowitz says, Soul Calibur 3, the only game I got her so mad she threw the controller at me. <laughs> and uh, Abby Wexler says, I hate playing Super Smash Brothers with Ben. Uh, always kicks my ass. Ben responded to that by saying, love you, hun. I'm just going to jump in here real quick. I do know what Bible Black is, and I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to let you Google it. Uh, make sure your safe search is turned off. Fantastic. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> So um, it's a Carlton comment. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so Abby Wexler says, I hate playing Super Smash Brothers. Uh, ben always kicks my ass, to which Ben replied, love you, hun. Abby responded back with, fight me, in all caps. <laughs> and uh, Ben says, uh, 1v1, Final Destination, Fox only, no items. So uh, that, that, those are all the responses I got this week. So uh, thank right. you, everybody. Crazy yeah. amount of responses. Yep. And uh, finally, rounding out, we have Songbird's email. She says, Mailbag answer. Naturally, it depends on the mood, but the safest route are select party games like the WarioWare series or Rabbids. Uh, generally, it's best to play games that are overall about having laughs. That's not to say you can't have fun playing more serious games, but when it's taken too seriously, things can get a bit sour. Other times of game... Uh, I'd recommend are those caring for things like Minecraft or Animal Crossing. Um, so then she goes on to ask, as a couple, what was the first game you played together? Well, I, I can say, I don't remember the first game we played together, but the I first do. game you watched me play, I yeah. can say that, um, was uh, Indigo Prophecy. Oh, that's awesome. That when we were in high school? Um, oh, no, God, I wasn't yeah, even thinking about we that. Were in, when I dated you in high school, you used to play this game where you'd like, Travel through buildings and like duck behind hallways. Metal Gear, so you Metal didn't Gear get Solid. Metal, me, and I the, used the, to the, fall asleep on the carpet watching you play that that's game. That's true. Uh, the, 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 the first. He did teenager good. <laughs> yeah, the, the the first Metal Gear Solid was the first game you ever watched me play. When we started dating yeah. again, round two, uh, it was Indigo Prophecy, and it was basically the same thing except. What was the, the first game we ever played? Like together. Um, it had to be a Mario game. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure. It was a, I was sure yeah. it was a Mario game or something like that. Uh, what about you guys? Do you remember? Uh, the first game we played together was Killer Instinct. Yes. Because <laughs> despite the fact that Megan and I have what seems like a chasm of of life we've lived together, you know, being engaged and having a son, uh, tomorrow is our two-year anniversary. Yeah. So, um, um, uh, we make it count. We did. We, <laughs> we utilize we all of our time completely. Um, no, we because Killer Instinct was the first thing we played because Megan was was kind enough in in the first few months of our relationship to buy me my Xbox One for my birthday, uh, and, and she knew uh, that I wanted yeah, it. Just I knew I knew I was gonna marry this man because I bought him opening day an Xbox One after dating for two months, maybe. <laughs> I think Charlie and I were engaged when I stood in line for fucking ever to get the first Wii. Oh, yeah. By herself, even. <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, that's that's when you know it's for real. When yeah, you stand in line when, to buy them a gaming... When you make that commitment. Yeah, yep. you it's, buy them a gaming real. system, like original gen, like before it comes out. Yep. Well, because in the first couple of months leading up to, to you know, like as we, we started to get to know each other, I wouldn't stop talking about Killer Instinct, mm. you know, and mm-hmm. she knew that I wanted it really bad. I, I bought an Xbox. I have an Xbox purely for Killer Instinct. 
<laughs> it was to me because it was it was exclusive. So, you know, she played it with me, and that's when I, I, I taught her to play it. Perfect. Um, Songbird asks next: uh, Have you ever tried teaching someone how to play a game, but they couldn't handle the controls? Um, yes, basically every first-person shooter. Um, Rude. Well, no, it's, not, it's your motion sickness. Rude. My father. My father has always, my entire life, been a huge gamer. I mean, from from the NES all the way up until I'd say maybe even two or three years ago. And he does still play regularly. He plays like Final Fantasy fourteen. And <laughs> the last game I saw him play to completion was Red Dead Redemption, which I was shocked Ooh. that he did that like because my my father is one of these people that did not keep up with the the last cycle and a half of console gaming and so a lot of the innovations that came with controls slipped by him so he gets really frustrated and really pissed off at at modern day controls you know for a lot of a lot of games so but i try dead, to teach him and half the time he's like here do this i don't want to red dead redemption this. it's perfect for your dad yeah like the whole like yep, country that's oh, why he played yeah. It. yeah that's perfect for yep. him he loves it. it's like one of his favorite games of all time good have you ever had this experience Tried, tried to teach somebody how to play a game and they just couldn't wrap their brain around like the control system? No, I don't waste my time with that. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you've tried and failed. No, I don't even know. No. 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 no, I don't even teach try. people things. Okay. He's um, like, you were supposed to leave limits. six hours ago. What's happening? Uh, okay, Songbird uh, says, uh, how could you? You've been caught sleeping with a body pillow. What gaming character printed on it would you find the most embarrassing to see your other... Uh, to see your partner sleeping with after uh, and afterwards what legitimate reason would the other person say why they're doing it so I John. need you to explain this question okay. to me again. so you know body pillows right the body pillows I do know body pillows like with the printed like the characters and, okay and uh, typically these kinds of pillows the, the the characters they're they're meant to be like like soft core like erotic oh so not window pals from when we were kids uh, no. No, no 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 they're no. the length of a body <sighs> no and they're, they're and they have, have Bikini-clad, like, anime characters printed so on them. So what's like, the question? So hang on. There's an important part to this, is that uh, the, you know, they're, they're printed face up on one side and face down on the other Yee! side. So, yeah. Um, okay, so... Anime culture. Um, so, how could you... You've been caught sleeping with a body pillow. What gaming character printed on it would you find the most embarrassing to see your other sleeping with? So, so it's what I think is most embarrassing for you to be sleeping with? Yes. And vice versa. Yeah, yeah. I I have an immediate answer to that question for me. If Go. I walked in and saw Megan sleeping with a body pillow and it was <gasps> printed, it would, I knew it would your answer. fucking tingle. I knew it was going to be tingle. <laughs> tingle. Oh, God. I mean, at least no, it would be more no, no. Who would I be embarrassed to see you sleeping with? Tingle, of course. Wait, is it like embarrassed or like we know? Or uh, lemon grab from Adventure Time. Well, fuck time. you. My answer is the same. You'd have tingle. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gagging. Uh. You hate Tingle so much. He's so gross. I could see John busting in and being like, what is that son of a bitch doing in my house? My answer would be, I don't know if it's, it's, John went for shock value, like what would I not go for? Thank you. Um, my answer is a little more realistic. Who is the blue alien in Mass Effect 1? The girl that Charlie used to oh, make me have sex what, with. Liara? Liara? <laughs> is it is it the one that you, you pick up that after well, a while well, that helps you? Her mom is yeah, Liara. Bad. Yeah, Liara. Liara um, to I, I think Liara would be my answer. I think yeah. you would love to have a sexy no, blue that's alien. Not the pillow. question. The question is no. who it would, would you, be odd. I would, would be like, oh my god, it would be, to see I would. You'd be like blue alien. Right, I look the the, 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 the question is, the pillow, yeah, I get. I would be embarrassed. Like, oh my god. 
I get the fat little like <laughs> weird guy, and you get the blue. So alien. now, 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 I, I love this because now the second part to her question is: is what then do you think the other person's uh, legitimate reason would be for why they're doing it? Why because it's a blue alien. <laughs> <laughs> but why tingle? Uh, yeah. Well, no, that's the thing. Is is uh, because it's tingle because it's your problem, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like you have a problem with him. No? Uh, what, 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 what would, what would they might have a great relationship going to the parks what together? Statement. He likes balloons. Be... Maybe I like balloons. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe he's. That's it then. John's threatened it's, by Tingle. It's balloons because yeah. he's making balloon animals with your wife. Maybe. No, you know what? You when you always see Tingle. Uh, here's this is the best answer I could possibly give. Whenever you see Tingle and he's always doing one of his weird little movements and. The way that he's contoured, he's got this like awkward, like little trolley shape, but he always has this huge ass. Megan likes big butts, and she cannot lie. <laughs> I'm an ass man. She's an ass man. So I'm sure she'd be like, I couldn't help it. His buns were mesmerizing. I am. I'm an ass man all the way. Yeah. All right. I I, I just don't know where to go from there. Uh, Michelle, <laughs> I can uh, paper bag it. it who would, would be you okay. be? Who would you mo- be most embarrassed for me to have on my body pillow? <laughs> At this point in our relationship, I I just don't think that exists for us anymore. <laughs> no. Not even Drake? There have been so many moments where it's like, oh, this is happening now. That like, no. you could have anything. And I would just be like, next phase of the relationship. All right. <laughs> I mean, given the fact that you are like vice pony now. They, right. You really can't do much. But I, I, this is this, this, this crossing a line here. Because um, it's Charlie, so if it was Drake, he'd be like, "I got this for you." <laughs> That's exactly what he would say. And if it was like some weird anime character, he'd be like, "It has your voice. I love it." And if it was like some video game character, he'd be like, "I modeled it after you." Like it's just Charlie. So I just there is literally no way. You were like the perfect male that makes all of us look bad. He is. He's the perfect <laughs> but, but, male. But, but then Charlie, who wow. who 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 would wow. Michelle who would Michelle be with? Yeah, who, there's um, probably a lot of answers to this. Um, Sully from Uncharted, the old guy. <laughs> You'd be oh. embarrassed to see her laying down next to Sully. Well, At least he's yes. adventurous. Why? He's an old. He's, he's a dirty I old mean, man. I mean, like, but why Sully? Because. I mean, because I, I like couldn't I couldn't get Drake. I was like, too P class <laughs> oh, for man. Drake. This is a slippery slope, so man. I was like, maybe if I suck off his buddy, that I can like make it into bed with him. Is that your mind? Whoa, <laughs> this just went way far away from pillows. <laughs> you put so got much s- more thought into that than I shit did. Shit got Michelle, so dark. Michelle, how, space. How do you oh, suck gosh. off a pillow? <laughs> Well, according to Charlie, they have a front and a back, so apparently there is a way. Was pillow a code word? Like, what am I missing? Whoa, Michelle, let's get the imagination of, like, frat housing the fucking Uncharted cast here. I feel concerned because Adam is telling me no. Good God. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to slum down to the old guy because I can't get the main character. Good uh, uh, I, I, Songbird, what have you done? <laughs> I need to move on from this question. Wow, um, you embarrassed all of us. So, Songbird, uh, let, let, let's change tone. Uh, Songbird uh, has some specific questions for you, Goat, um, about your experience on the road. Um, so when on the road, what what state car do you think you see the most? I, I, I'm assuming she means to the oh, left. plate? I, I think that's what she means, yeah. Uh, let's see. Probably, like, all the way across the country, you see a lot of Kansas for some fucking really? reason. Why strange. would you stay in fucking Kansas? That's probably part of it. 
Um, have you ever been pulled over by the cops while traveling? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not fun. Not often? Fun. No, they, no, 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 no. Oh. Not, not often, but anytime. You Do they, a, like, instantly get on the bus and look oh, for drugs? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get a bus and they're like, you guys are musicians. You guys have drugs. Off the bus. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, but off the bus. Oh, okay. And then, like, yeah. What's the probable cause for search? You we're a have band. Drugs. We obviously have 20 pounds of marijuana yeah. on all of us, and it's just, it's profiling. <laughs> it's flat out profiling. And illegal, but I digress. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> if it's just you, a cop, and you're a band in the middle of nowhere on I 80, who you got to say it's profiling? Yeah, right. You can blame <laughs> Little Wayne for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's a place you wish you could tour to? Hawaii, but nobody plays there. Because <laughs> I don't want to pay for the damn flight. Uh, what state do you say has the rowdiest crowd or other adje- uh, uh, adjectives you'd compare to? You said ejaculation. Um, I heard it. You said ejaculate. I never say crowd ejaculate, but I mean, that'd probably be Arkansas. <laughs> but, um, that would be Japan. Um, <laughs> a rowdiest? It uh, depends on what I'm working with. A lot of the metal is Midwest. It's a big metal Midwest is a big metal town, but like the later, like the EDM or the dance stuff, uh, I mean, you're looking at Florida, you're looking at New York. I mean, it just depends on every every music has a different pocket of party. Okay. And finally, uh, what is your most favorite souvenir from your tour? Uh, the paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> no, this okay. sweet tan. Are you got. sure it's not your beautiful tan? <laughs> Fuck this tan. <laughs> um, I think she's looking for something a little more sentimental. Oh, Ooh, it's no, that's the, pretty sentimental. It's the moose <laughs> magnet that he brought me. That's your favorite actually, souvenir. Actually, most of my favorite souvenirs are the ones I bring back for all my friends, honestly, because I could give a shit. I'm going back. Like, I've been to every place ten times, and I'm like, but, you know, like, I brought back Charlie a shirt from and Michelle a bag. You brought back Charlie? No. I brought a back shirt. Shirt. <laughs> so, shirt. Yeah. Oh, you're it's wearing just, it. Yeah, yes. it's, it's 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 that stuff. Like I'm like, hey, I've done this. You know, I mean, I've been to Utah forty times. Who gives a shit? Like, yes. it's, you know, uh, <laughs> goat and sentimental are not two words that I would put in the same sentence. Um, I stick with paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Songbird, very much for your for your email. Even though I it took a weird turn back there. Um, <laughs> and uh, again, thank you to everybody that responded to our uh, mailbag question. Uh, love it when we get the uh, the good responses like that. It. Uh, Love Definitely, it when your yeah. wife takes us on a wild ride through dirty, Do uncharted. I'm really know? disappointed that you went to Utah and you didn't bring back a motherfucking Mormon. I don't think you can pick those they, up. They All right, so people. <laughs> John, what do you have coming up in your future? Uh, coming up, uh, Vias for Villains is going to be fulfilling the, the, the last of our uh, contracts currently for the year. Um, we're going to be playing at uh, Metacon for uh, AnimeCon.org, which uh, you know we've done a few of the conventions for them throughout the course of the year. That's going to be uh, September uh, 4th, 5th, and 6th coming up in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, after that, you know, we've got a couple other things that we're like, it's like on the verge of announcing one or two other things that may come to fruition for Halloween. It's always kind of a big season for us. Other than that, business as usual, finishing costumes, working on a new live show. Um, we were talking about that today. That's going to be it for me. Goat, do you, um, I imagine that you've got uh, downtime looking, that you're looking forward to just not touring for a little bit. Yeah, or is that yeah. not accurate? Um, so far, yeah, I've been home for about three days. So probably tomorrow, I want to go back on the road. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, aside from that, do you have anything specific uh, coming up you want to talk about? God, I mean, Conan and Phoenix is doing their thing. We're gonna get the uh, I'm back. We're gonna finish the uh, DPs and albums and all that stuff and get that actually out into the world. Uh, waiting for a couple new pieces of gear to come in. Bought a new bass as a pretty bass too. Yes, nice little six string. So it's gonna get crazy and stupid that way. Um, other than that, I mean. 
that's about all I got going on is just getting that done and doing this year podcasting. Michelle, is there anything uh, on your itinerary coming up you'd like people to know about? I made a really good pie tonight. And you did make a really good pie she tonight. She did. It was amazing. Next weekend, I'm going to a beer release. It's my future. That's true. Uh, Megan, anything coming up in your uh, in your future you'd like listeners to know about? Um, not necessarily that I have anything coming up, but in case, you know, I just want to put word out there that I do um, sell my It Works products. Um, you could look up products. It's all about vitamins, health, growing your hair, skinny wraps. You know, everyone's, per- you know, body is perfect. But if you want to fit in that cosplay or recover from a con, um, you can go to Megan McQuillan 3. That's M-E-G-H-A-N McQuillan, which is M-C-Q-U-I-L-L-A-N 3 dot myitworks.com. Can look me up there and message me for any information you may need. Awesome. Uh, and on my side of things, um, well, you know, even more pony, even more con. Um, Yay, ponies! The, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, nothing, uh, nothing, nothing new to announce yet as far as the actual uh, con events are concerned. Um, but if anybody's interested, uh, PonyvilleCiderFest.com is coming up at the uh, end of November. Um, which, um, again, I'm. Um, Super thrilled to be a uh, vice chair for us. That's going to be uh, vice pony lord. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, that too. Um, vice chancellor. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, for my beer of the week, um, everybody here tonight has been enjoying Woot Stout 3.0 from Stone Brewery. Um, anybody who uh, listened to our 100th episode uh, may remember that Woot Stout 2.0 was my 1,000th unique beer. Um, that's so um, 2,000. Uh, no, yeah. I, I'm in like the 1400s, I think. Oh, jeez. But uh, but yeah, it's um, their one quarter barrel aged stout. Um, it's actually the the availability is surprisingly high, and for a thirteen percent uh, one quarter barrel aged stout that is quite excellent for like eight dollars. Oh my god, that's dirt cheap. Yeah, it's ridiculously good for that that's amount of insane. money. So that's um, amazing. That is. He has not let me down yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, you know, this is the beer that um, is uh, a collaboration um, between uh, Drew Curtis, Will Wheaton, and Greg uh, Cook. From uh, you know, Greg Cook is uh, from Stone, of course. Uh, Drew Curtis is, I believe, an, a comic artist, and Will Wheaton, of course, Wesley Crusher from uh, Star Trek: Next, Next Generation, and of course has moved on to do many, many other uh, fabulous geeky things. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a good beer if you like if you like stouts if you like bourbon barrel aged stouts, uh, especially cheap, fantastic bourbon barrel aged stouts. Uh, go get it because it's very good. Um, and because you can. Because the other two were very limited. Yes, yeah. yes. The first one went super quickly. The second one wasn't even distributed outside of California. I was very lucky to be able to uh, find some locally on Craigslist. And um, yeah. So for next week's show, um, you may or may not have heard about the uh, crazy success of the card game Exploding Kittens. I think we, it was mentioned earlier in the show um, that uh, that came out recently from uh, Matthew Inman, um, the uh, the Oatmeal, and a couple other uh, uh, game creators. Um, I have a copy, and next week we are going to play it and then talk about it on the show. So, um, and uh, we are also going to talk about any other uh, card games like uh, Cards Against Humanity and any other games that. Um, that uh, card games that we really enjoy. Um, we also have intentions of live streaming the game um, beforehand, so uh, keep an eye out on our social media to uh, get confirmation on that. But uh, yeah, so our question to you is going to be: um, if you have any questions about exploding kittens, um, if there's any, uh, or if there's anything specific that you want us to do or attempt or try in our uh, in our playthrough of exploding kittens, if you have any questions there or suggestions, um, there needs to be a, a, a little dog ear there, Carlton. Yeah. The game. 
not actual exploding oh, kittens. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Good call. Good call. Um, and so, with that being said, if you like what you heard, you can find us at GamerHeadRadio.com, at Facebook.com backslash GamerHeadRadio, at Google.com backslash plus GamerHeadRadio, and on Twitter at GamerHeadRadio, where I'm at T-E-K Charlie. Goat is at Sir Goatsworth. John is at V Fallon Flynn. You can find Michelle at Shellberry Smash. <laughs> That's it. And uh, Megan, you're, are you are on Twitter? I don't or, have a Twitter. Okay. Uh, da, 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 email us at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com or call in and leave us a message at 94926Gamer. Download the official GamerHead Radio app from Google Play and Android or subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, YouTube, Twitch, or with your podcast downloader of choice. Thank you very much for listening. If you've actually made it this far into the episode, you are uh, your constitution is impressive. Um, this has been this has been a very, very, very just unusual but entertaining. You can say fucked up. It's okay. This has been a fucked up episode of Gamerhead Radio. And I didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> That's true. Can I interrupt? Is that a dick train? Yes. Yeah, it was. I was like, was it was. I was like are those fingers? Something, <laughs> not a finger. Something oh, happened to the dick train. I've been wondering. I've been waiting to ask the what happened to the dick train. The glue detached. Sure, it was the glue that detached. It was detached. the glue. I think it was just like the heat and humidity. Yeah. It was a dick She's train. She's trying to point. suggest that I, I did something inappropriate with a dick train is what's happening right now. Charlie, Charlie I was like, <laughs> I'm making you guys a present for Gamerhead this weekend. And then I was like, if stuff comes from Amazon, don't open it. And then he comes home and I'm in the process of opening it. And I pull out this bag and it's nothing but like Lego wheels and axles. And he's like, what Like, what what like a baggie of just like, wheels oh, and a baggie nothing. of just axles. I'm like, what are you doing? And then I, I like go downstairs and I've got like the high, I like come up and I get the hot glue gun and I go back downstairs and he's like, what the fuck? And then I calm down. I was like, Charlie, come down. I'm just like sitting in front of the glorious dick train. I was like, look what I've done. <laughs> the glorious dick train. Mailbag. Um, yeah. <laughs> mailbag. Ma- mailbag. <gasps> do we do the Blue's Clues mailbag song? No. Why? <laughs> Why not? Because of copyright? Here's the mail. It makes me well. It makes me want to wag my tail. It's mail time. This is my life. She just went full Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs>